Merry Christmas, friends, and welcome to Virtual Show. I'm your host, Wes. With me, as always, this Christmas and every Christmas for the rest of time, the the, the ghost of Christmas past himself, my good friend Roots. Roots, mm. Merry Christmas, friend. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you, too. I didn't know I was the ghost of Christmas past. I want to be the future. He's cooler. Uh, he's a little scary. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I guess it is a, a technology podcast, right? So the uh, ghost of Christmas... <laughs> The, the ghost of VR future. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, and um, and still, there's still the gremlins in the Zoom bug and uh, or in Roots' head. Um, but everything's straight now, and um, I'm excited because um, I wasn't anticipating this impromptu uh, um, conversation, so uh, I'm excited. Yeah, man, you know, we said we would probably jump in at some point uh, between... Uh, the last episode and the 2020 show. And uh, we just have some stuff that we've got to talk about, right? There are things that need to be said and heard. And uh, I mean, I'm home, you're home. It's Christmas time. Everybody's here with balls on. And uh, I think, uh, I think we need to get to it. Don't we? Oh, Oh, but before we get started, I'd like to remind all of you who are new to the channel to please please click the red button and subscribe. Click the bell as well to stay up with all of our content, including the incoming 2020 show, which is going to be uh, a show of epic proportions, I would say, uh, on just content alone. I mean, this is going to be like three shows in one, right? It is, and it's going to be a lot of keys to give away, which is going to be exciting. Um, And I don't know, man. I just think people need to make sure that they're there. Make sure, you, like you said, subscribe. And uh, we're getting close to 900. So we're getting close to the hundred last 100-yard dash push to 1,000. And uh, I want to get there, Wes. I want to see what YouTube's algorithm can actually do. Because right now, we ain't seeing shit, bro. We ain't seeing anything. You know, like, we're lucky to have them push it a little bit. And I'm, like, very grateful for YouTube. I love you. And uh, just just show show the world our stuff, please. Yeah, we've got a few videos that uh, that they push, but they're older ones, right? Most of them, with the exception of our uh, our most recent The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners video, that that video does uh, still bring in viewers. I guess uh, if you get so many views in a certain amount of time, they start to recommend it to people. I would assume because we're getting new people watching videos like that uh, all the time. You yeah, know, some of them pretty cool. Every now and then we'll we'll get a jerk. Well, I'd like. Uh, like we got the other day. I don't know if you saw that on there. Um, I didn't. I heard a little bit about it. Uh, I didn't see oh, much yeah. about it, but uh, yeah, it a little on, controversy. It was on the Vin, yeah, it was on the Venn video. Oh, just, no, just I didn't. No, I didn't see that, actually. I thought you were talking about something else. Was someone's talking shit about our, our channel, bro? What the hell, bro? Yeah, apparently we're shields, man. We're taking that that Venn VR money to uh, sell people a shitty game. Oh, my God god dude is that what it really said because that just that kind of pisses me off bro because one we're not shills and two i almost can argue that uh ven vr adventure um is absolutely one of the best uh um video arcade games i've played <laughs> let me move your source down bro uh, yeah, who's the ghost now right yeah oh yeah that's the window okay well it's not in this scene so um or it should be but uh let me let me bring it back here for a second and see what i can do here um but yeah so um go ahead to 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 go to what you're saying i think i know 
where you're going with it. And we're absolutely going to get there. But first, Roots, where are our manners? Let's say hello and Merry Christmas to our friends in chat. Scion, Roots, staying up past his bedtime to uh, to watch the, the first uh, episode of the virtual show. And uh, we've got Alakazam in the house. Uh, factory life. You know, I'm all about that factory life. The wife uh, lurking, as always. Mepper, biting. Mash Daddy Cool, you know, dude, Mash Daddy Cool here against all odds, fighting off the vid, bro. I know, man, it's crazy, and uh, I'm fixing things in real time, just so that's how things work. Um, yeah, dude, Mash Daddy is one of my favorite people, uh, and uh, he needs to fight that crap off, bro. Like, shake it off. Be glad you're not over 65, um, and you don't have 2.5 comorbidities. Those are the two things <laughs> that will kill you instantly, almost. Um, everything else, it's got a, I think it's a over one 99.9% survival rate at this point. So I think, I think you'll be good, but, uh, it does feel like crap. So I hope you feel better, bro. And the worst part about it, he's, he's, he's isolated from his family, Wes, for Christmas, man. He has to watch his daughter open Christmas presents over, um, I guess Skype <laughs> from a different room. That is shit, dude. That sucks, bro. But, uh um it makes me uh wish i mean i know there, there's nothing like being there in person but it kind of makes me wish that uh that he had my my lenovo you know vr camera because it streams right it can stream vr video mm. into youtube so he could watch it if he had the right you know like a quest and the camera he could watch it in real time in 3d wow. of course it's not like being there but it'd be a little step up from the uh the the skype uh jank and the uh the zoom stuff that we've had to deal with over the last forever yeah that's true that's true well and i'm still trying to get over um what you were saying about the ven vr shill thing dude like uh <laughs> it, it's crazy um because this game like um may be one of my favorite games of all time of this genre and it's um it's to me it's it's up there with Astrobot if not I mean I haven't played the entire game I've, I'm about closing in on the third um, world but uh, I've never played a game that was this hard um, like this kind of game dude and it's that's what I want man it was challenging it's still challenging I, I'm at a point now where there's things spinning around and meat grinder shit and I, there's all sorts of different robots doing i don't know what's going on wes it's getting out of control bro so the, the, this should tell you all something because normally my friend roots here is not a fan of the the, the tough and frustrating games he likes a little challenge but uh, when it gets a little bit uh you know uh, repetitive with, with having to try things over and over again. My friend Roots here tends to get frustrated and just nope out from time to time. Mm. Uh, but he's not noping out here. He's continuing to go and he's making it. I mean, he's further along in the game than I am. So, uh, I mean, that, that should tell you guys everything you need to know. This game is absolutely phenomenal and it is hard and it gets harder as you go. Like, even like the, the first level, which is the easy level, it, you know, it's kind of a, a, a move. If you get low on your lives, you can shoot back into the first level and you can pick up a bunch of extra lives. But uh, even that, the easiest level, going front to back, you're going to die a few times in it. 
because the, that's just how the game is. It starts off, you know, kind of hard and it immediately starts ramping up. And let me be clear here. This is a good thing. And if the developers see this, please, please monologic games. And again, thank you uh, for, for letting us uh, review your, your awesome game here. But please, if you, if you take anything away from what we say here, take this away. I know that you guys are working on an update. And I know that the idea behind the update is to kind of make the game a little easier. Please, for the love of God, if you're <laughs> going to do this, make it optional. Make it an easy mode or even, hell, make it a normal mode and leave the game as it is and just call it hard mode. Because in my opinion, the game is perfect right now. It's absolutely amazing. Uh, it is hard. It is frustrating at times. But uh, man, it's so gratifying when you finally make it uh, to the end of one of these levels. And, uh, you know, just uh, I'd like to make note that the classic games in the genre, the classic platformers were all like this mm -hmm. you, you had to you had to die you had to repeat uh you had to repeat sections of the level to get the rhythm down and uh this one no different yeah and it's just like you said it's ramping up and it just gets better and better and better and i'll tell you i had a, a moment today wes because i've the last i've been streaming it right i've been doing a completion series on twitch which i'm going to do tomorrow um night i'm going to do again and um I, I've been ignoring the notes. Like I just said, you know what? Fuck it. I just, it's too much shit. I don't, I want to just want to, cause I kept dying. Right. Cause it's, it, it is difficult. And, um, today I actually ran out of lives and I was like, oh shit, maybe I should be getting notes. Um, cause I had to start that level back over. Uh, but what you said about it being old school, uh, you know, the old school games, the, the way that the, the levels were designed was, um, it was very, it was all timing. And if you ran through quick, you could just, you could, I mean, you could really get good and you could skip through fast. And this is no different. This, this somebody, whoever helped develop the games, the levels here, they really know what they're doing when it comes to um, platform games. And they brought it into VR. It wasn't a game that was like, let's make a platformer and we have no idea what the fuck we're doing. We're just going to make a platformer. Um, this, it, I would love this game if it was outside, but it's so much better in and um it just looks so good everything about it I, and that's why i'm so blown away and and i i guess this is my thought and and whoever made that comment or um or any of these people that that aren't reviewing ven in the proper way i guarantee they didn't play it more than one world he maybe a level or all. two he didn't he didn't play it at all he was pissed off because the camera's fixed and he <laughs> thought the camera should follow ven which as you know I disagree with that. And I very politely said, you know, uh, well, I disagree. I like the camera the way it is, but you'll be happy to learn that the developer is working on a patch that will change the thing that you don't like. It'll make the camera follow in. Now this guy, I don't is from some other country. I guess there's a language barrier there. And he took my disagreeing with him as some kind of a negative thing. I guess mm. he thinks, that he that he thought that I didn't like his comment, so oh. at that point, and it and it was kind of a rude comment the way he put it, but uh, you know I didn't I didn't really mind, but when he came back at me like he he was pissed off and he said all kinds of 
crazy dumb shit and uh, mm-hmm. I put him in his place. It's 2020, bro. You never know what you're going to get. Um, but I agree. I'm, and I, I second this to the devs. Don't change anything. You know, like if you're going to make a patch for, for this camera, also make it optional because some of what I love about it is the fact that I'm trying to do something across the fucking screen. And I, it's a hard time. I have a hard time. I see why there's people that bitch about everything, man. Well, you're going to get me bitching about you fixing the best parts of the game. Like Wes said, I, the, the, the fact that it's hard in the place that I'm at now, Wes, there's all like, you know, there's all sorts of shit going on. I'm jumping around, avoiding this to blades coming, things spinning around. I mean, it, it, I, I'm looking around the room when I first got in there and I'm like, what is going on in this room? It looked like this. And she warned me. She warned me when I got in there, Wes, and she said, you know, this is a crazy place. Be careful. I think it's called don't be cut, get cut up or something. Um, and I feel bad, Wes, because sometimes I fail and I see little Ven. He just gets mangled, bro. And I, you know, I'm sitting back safe. I feel like a God almost, but I don't want to be Wes because I don't want to, I don't want to hurt him. So uh really quickly before i forget uh alexander ritter says does this work with revive Hmm. and i am happy to report to you uh that this indeed does work with revive in fact most of my gameplay has come on my hp reverb g2 and uh you know roots when you when you buy something like a g2 that's 600 dollars and uh, you've got quests over here that you can get for three. And literally, I could I could go buy a couple more quests with that money. Uh, you're constantly second-guessing your purchase, right? It's a beautiful screen, and it's a good headset. And uh, despite what people say, the tracking's good with it, too. Uh, I enjoy it. But I've constantly been second-guessing. You know, one day I'll be happy with it. The next day I'll, I'll wonder if I did the right thing uh, until... Until I played Vin in that thing. And uh, all of a sudden, I had this moment of perfect clarity Mm. in more ways than one. Not only clarity mentally, but clarity in the headset. Uh, Because this game is absolutely stunning in that headset. And the 3D-ness, it just pops so much more in the G2 headset. So now I'm finally content my uh my mind is at ease i did the right thing and i'm keeping the headset without a doubt oh my god dude you know what i just heard you say alexander ritter is about to freak out dude because he says astrobot was too easy for his taste totally agree um finished lucky's tale that was really fun and challenging and lucky's tale has nothing on this game bro I am telling you, you're going to die. When I first got into this game, Wes, and I even mentioned it in the last show, I looked at my wrist and I was like, why the fuck would I need like 70 lives or whatever it was? Well, I forget yeah. what the old school games yeah. were like, you know? Yeah, as I, like especially where I'm at now, I just keep dying, bro. But like, I don't mind. This is this was my jam back in the day. And, uh, and so there's a little bit of difference for me. And I don't know why it is from anything else. But if I die a bunch of times... It's just like you said, if the game's done right, which this one is done um, super right, I'm going to be figuring out as I'm dying how to fix it, okay? While these blades, there's a pattern to it. How do I, you know, what do I need to do? And um, it's just, uh, I don't know. I just keep getting blown away by that comment because uh, this game is just so good. And um, 
whoever it is, you need to play this dude. Um, yeah, I know, right? And like, you know, I had the same reaction because you start the game off, you start the game with 20 lives. Like they give you 20 right off the top. And when I saw that, I said, oh my God, uh, here we are, another participation trophy, right? Nobody's ever going to get game over and lose when you start with 20 lives. And by the end of the first level, you've got like 35 or 40. And uh, and it's just, you think that it's going to be ridiculous. But look, man, by the time you get to the third level or like the fourth level, then you start to understand because you start falling off of these timing platforms like over and over and over again. And it takes practice to get through every little section. And let me tell you, Roots, what kind of relief do you feel when you uh, can uh, finally see over the, the distance one of those uh, checkpoint blocks? Isn't this so like exciting because you know you're this close to getting past just a section of the level? Yeah, and then Lucy comes and pulls the football out from Roots's kick and I go flying back and I die. That's so how many times I'm in my stream where um, it's just exactly it. You see it, you know, and so I'm like, I need to get there. And then I'm like, I don't want to die. And then I think I've got 15, 20 people watching me. I really don't want to die. And then I die. And um, I don't know, man. This game is, uh, I can't rec recommend it any more than um, I already have. I definitely think it's well worth, uh, was it 30 bucks cost of admission, right? Yeah, dude, it, it's worth every penny of it. And I was questioning that because uh, I see 12 levels. And obviously, uh, you know, most of us agree that uh, Astrobot Rescue Mission is kind of the gold standard in the genre. Uh, and gameplay wise, as far as the controls, as far as what you're doing, you're pretty much doing the same thing that you're doing in Astrobot. Uh, and, and when you're comparing them, I mean, it's, it's impossible not to. You look at Astrobot, uh, which was 20 levels, and you, then you look at Lucky's Tail, which, uh, was a, a few less lesser levels but was a little bit different gameplay wise and then we, we've got this here that, that's 12 levels and you think maybe the game's going to be a little bit shy on gameplay but i'm telling you it's not every level takes me somewhere between 30 minutes to an hour to work my way through not because it's just super long it's the perfect length it just takes you know repetition and practice to uh to get through each level and they continue not only to escalate the the difficulty but the, uh you know the the gameplay mechanics what the game asks of the player changes as you go along too as is the case with any great platformer um you, you know uh, the game draws you in more as you go and where you, we i don't want to give too much away but you kind of start the game as just this normal VR platformer. But by the time you get into the latter levels, uh, the, you're no longer the spectator controlling the little guy. They actually get the player involved in the game so that, you know, Vin's not fighting the boss. You're fighting the boss, right? And uh, that is something that uh, I don't think we've really seen that in one of these games yet, have we? No, and it's one of the aspects that I think some people probably really bitch about or have a hard time if they're not good at this kind of game um because you know ven's still there bro like he can he can still die so you're trying to do what you're trying to do and he's you're having to worry about what he's doing as well and you're running and jumping and doing all your multitasking and 
And it doesn't matter if it's that level or if it's in general, just um, some of the levels that I've been at where I've got things flying at me, trying to grab me and I'm jumping and then I'm having to jump back and then I'm having to jump again to get to another moving platform. And as this blade's coming, there's just so much crap going on. Um, but I love it. It's just like that. The it's it's everything that I would want um, Ven to be, and um, I haven't even finished it. Uh, I'm you know I've got one more level in the second world, and then I've got the third uh, world left to do. So, um, but you know. So yeah, S simply put, um, this game takes some of the uh, artistic uh, aspects of Lucky's Tale. It takes some. Uh, it takes a lot of the platforming aspects of Astrobot Rescue Mission, and then uh, it has a whole lot of uh, you know gameplay and um, progression that really is uh, all its own. It, I was kind of concerned a little bit at first in the early levels that it was going to be a little too much like Astrobot, but uh, really as the game goes on, you you really see how uh what an expert job these developers did of progressing the gameplay through the levels and the game matures as it goes into its own game uh and it's just absolutely amazing and i can't recommend it enough yeah absolutely and uh, there's a name pate laros i've never seen your name before thanks for stopping by it says it sounds like a trial and error game not really uh their thing looks pretty though it's not a trial. See, that's a list. Don't get me wrong or us wrong on that. It's not trial and error. And it's skill based. You're going to be trial and erroring because you're going to miss the platform or you're going to be, you know, dying or whatever. It's not, it's more, um, you know what to do. You just have to actually be able to do it and time things right. You know what I mean? It's, uh, yeah. So it's it, not a guessing game, is what it's trying to say. You're not just picking things randomly and hoping that it works. You're not uh, guessing, trying to find out what you're supposed to do. You know what you have to do. It's just not easy, mm. and you have to uh, you, you have to get the timing right. You have to uh, you know land your jump, jumps in a precise manner. And then there's enemies. I mean, the, the enemies are no pushover. Even the the uh, easiest, most low level enemy can uh, squirt you with some poison gas at the last minute and kill you as you kill it. And then you have to start all over again. Yeah. And the later enemies suck. <laughs> they're hard, dude. Um, they're cool, but man, it's it's just designed to a lot of places you have to keep moving, right? And um and so much going on. And that's why I thrive at it. I've always been good at that this kind type of game. I love it. Um, I could see where some people would be, man, this is difficult. Um, and maybe for them the the uh, that camera they're working on will make it easier. Um, I don't know if it'll make it any easier. I, not. I, I wish they would just leave it alone, Roots. Honestly, I think I, I think the game, uh, if it isn't broke, you should not try to fix it. And this game certainly isn't broken. But I get, I get what they're doing. They're, they're, they're getting ready to bring the game to the more populous VR platforms, Quest and PSVR. There's going to be a lot more novice VR players in it that aren't quite used to uh, dealing with the the 3D realm the way that we are. And they want to give those players an option to have fun as well. So I kind of get it. You know, it's a, at the end of the day, they're trying to make money. And uh, that, that's the best way to go about it, I would imagine. Yeah. Well, as long as they don't screw up my experience and just let me have the, the hard mode, you know, I'll be happy. I'm just going to disconnect my computer from the internet until I beat this game. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're not updating my shit, bro. I'm never going to touch it again. Actually, maybe we have so, to just so, cram it in. So cram here's in. the cool thing about it. That each level kind of has this duality, and Roots has kind of been beating around the bush trying to explain it to you. Uh, the first few times through the level, uh, they're designed in a way that you really have to take your time and and, and get the, the lay of the land down and the timing and everything just perfect. But the level design is done so well that every level is designed uh, to be in a speed run uh, to the point that, that it's actually part of the, uh, the package here, the replayability, because they have, uh, they have leaderboards roots. So when you go back in the, the level for the second time, uh, you're being timed. Wow. And every level, there, there's a perfect run that you can uh, hit each section to where you don't have to stop. You can just run straight through the whole thing uh, if you get good enough at it and know what to do. So, uh, uh, yeah, so it's like a tale of two games. You have your first run where you're being careful, you're getting good at each section, and then uh, beyond that, you have your speed run, complete with local and global leaderboards. I like to just try to barrel through it anyway because – like I said, I um that was always the fun was like uh, just barreling through, especially the first time and making it. You're like hell yeah, bro, and then you fall off and die. I don't know how many times I die before, right before I'm about to hit that block, and uh, and then you got to start over. That kind of sucks. Well, they give you clues that you know with the ones that they really want you to run through quickly, they'll give you a clue of where you should jump just by where they stick those runes at, where they put the boxes at. And, uh, you know, the boxes are kind of used like uh, springboards. So, like, you can bounce from box to box to box to box if you, uh, if you find the pattern and know which uh, order to hit them in. Yeah. It was so cool. He looks so cool up close, too, right? Except for I'm a yeah, little... Man, it, it, I was gonna... it's, um... oh, go Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say I'm a, I'm a little irritated with Ben right now because the last two or three times, he wouldn't knuckle bump me, bro. Like he's too good for me or something. I don't know what his deal is, but at the beginning he was never, all about it. He's never left me hanging. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> you son of a bitch, Ben. What are you doing, dude? Uh, I do. I guess since we're talking about the visuals, I do have at least one uh, constructive thing I could give the uh, developers here, or or one not so glowing thing. And it's really not not a big deal, but it is something that I noticed. Uh, that is the um, the background imagery. I don't know if you noticed this, Roots, but it's kind of like Vader Immortal, kind of this uh, low-res 2D kind of wallpaper around the, the beautiful level that they've built. Uh, it really, um, I didn't notice it all that much. You're always so zoned in on the game. You don't really look at that stuff, but if you do stop and kind of pay attention to the uh, the outer edges of the world, uh, you'll notice that there's not a whole lot of detail out there. Yeah, no, I noticed it. Um, I think I mentioned a little bit of it Um, the last show when we talked a little bit about Ven. Just I, the where I noticed it the most is like when you're in the spaceship and when you go forward and it starts to zoom in, it, I mean, it becomes clear that it's wallpaper um, just because it starts to stretch out and it doesn't look, it looks a little odd. Uh, but I don't know how, I mean, that should be pretty easy to fix, right? Like, um. And like I said, everything else looks so beautiful, and I don't never even look at the background, but when I did, I did notice that. So. Yeah, I mean, literally, like some of these fire level backgrounds look like like it's from the the episode one Vader Immortal, like the exact same. And uh, mm, plagiarism. Yeah. 
I was just kidding. <laughs> uh, Gamertag joining the chat. What's up, buddy? Uh, he says that he doesn't feel quite so connected to the uh, to the lead character, and I guess I could kind of see that. Um, I mean, he is kind of an evil bastard, right? They they tell you, Roots. They tell you that you're saving these children from the evil Bruce Nelson. Uh, but what I see, Roots, I see this this little dude who's fist bumping you and then going off and practicing black magic. Now, where does he get his magic from, Roots? What does he do when he finds one of these kids? Does he usher them away to safety? What does he do? He sucks them up, bro. He's stealing he their soul. their life energy. Yeah. You never see any of them ever again. They just disappear. So uh, I ask you, Roots, who is the bad guy and who is the good guy? It mm. kind of looks to me like Bruce Nelson is giving these children safe harbor, but uh, he's just no match for the evil bastard Vin. Well, what's crazy about that is now I'm just going to start walking Vin right into the razor blades. Like, fuck you, dude. <laughs> You're evil, bro. Um, that's a good way to look at it, though. That's a complete, that's a 2020 view of it, like where you just where flipped everything going, upside down, right? And said, this is now reality. Um, Bruce Nelson's now the good guy. <laughs> I'm talking to you, Monologic Games. Where are they going? Inquiring minds want to know. Yeah, maybe they just... Oh, ooh, I know. Ven's got his own little um, version of Her Hermione's backpack, and he's just shoving them all in there. They're having a party in there, bro. Pizza uh, party. <laughs> pizza party, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, 30 bucks. I say go for it all day long. Uh, by the way, maybe you're a little strapped for cash right now. Maybe you don't have 30 bucks to spend on being VR adventure. Well, never fail, never fear, friends, because a little bird told me that there just might be a copy or two, or maybe even three of these to go around in this year's 2020 show. Wow, dude, there's gonna be actually, I was just looking at some of the games that we're gonna have in there, and there's gonna be a lot of good games out there. Um, Games that just came out, like Ven, just came out last week. $30 value. You're going to get to feel like Roots and Wes, and you're going to get this game for free, maybe, uh, if you're uh, lucky enough. So. Absolutely. And, and, you know, Roots, what you're saying there is absolutely right. I haven't done the final tally uh, to see what we've got, you know, numbers-wise, as far as keys go. I kind of feel like we've got, right now, uh, around the same amount of keys that we had last year. But the keys this year way way better than they were last year some of the very best games in vr uh thanks to our uh our supporters our community members and our developer friends and uh again if any of you are watching thank you all we really appreciate the way that you uh prop us up and make us feel special yeah i agree you know scott merrill says this channel deserves many more subs of course i'm going to read that comment he's addicted to these shows well you know scott i'm addicted to them too um i you know we we do consider ourselves to the best kept secret on youtube and uh, man once we get to a thousand subs uh we're gonna start breaking away from the secret and we'll uh hopefully we'll get more more subs on there but you know what my thing my philosophy is we've got 888 subscribers right now and uh you guys matter more than everybody else until they come into the fold and then i'll worry about those bastards out there so yeah We'll get there, bro. We'll get there. Uh, bright future ahead, yep. no doubt, for our channel and our community. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of 2020 show roots, before we sign off, 
uh, I want to take this opportunity to just inform all of you that the award categories for the 2020 show awards are now posted on our discord and voting is open. And uh, as is the case with everything we do here on virtual strangers, we're doing things a little different than everyone else. Uh, so first of all, the categories are not your ordinary everyday categories. Uh, if you click the invitation down in the description and scroll all the way down to the bottom to the channel that's labeled 2020 show categories, you're going to see categories in there that you have never seen on any other video game show ever. Uh, and you're going to see a lot of them, right, Roots? I think there's what, like 40, 45 categories? Yeah, you guys actually, most of the community came up with a a good portion of that list um which was awesome right and if you haven't already joined the discord because uh if you haven't you don't even you you can't see the list bro you can't vote you have no idea what's going on and uh i question your soul so make sure you, you uh you join the discord absolutely um but anyway uh and then there the, it comes to the voting now uh the voting is open and when i say open i don't just mean that it's available to, to be voted on right now i mean unlike uh other um channels and shows and communities and events of this nature uh, we're not giving you the multiple choice we're not telling you what to vote for you tell us what you think is the winner for each category and you don't have to vote on all 40 categories or okay i, I understand that that's a daunting task but if you see a category and you say, hey, I know who should win that, just copy that one, go down to the uh, channel that says 2020 show awards voting, paste it, give us your winner and your vote will be counted. You are absolutely able to change your mind. If uh, someone convinces you that you picked the wrong thing, you can change it all the way up until the deadline, which is gonna be uh, probably around Sunday. So we're gonna leave it up. Um, a few more days till sunday or monday and then we'll take it down because uh we have to pick winners we have to produce content so on and so forth uh so uh about five more days uh, uh until uh until we take it down uh we've already got you know some some people have already went on there and voted thanks you guys for uh kicking it off nobody wants to go first right roots yeah no no you know <laughs> There is one person that always likes to go first. My mom. Yeah, yeah she loves. Who's that, Roots? <laughs> yeah, she loves to be first. Oh, you didn't hear it, actually. I don't know why you're not hearing it. It's still there. It's weird, bro. I, it makes me wonder what what is happening. Um, but uh, yeah, no. Scion VR wants to know if we've played more Vist, Vist, Mist VR. He's asked a couple uh, times, so much so that I've changed the background just to, to answer this question, Scion actually um not yet uh, i did play it uh quite a bit on that first day that i got into it but it's uh it's next on my list i have two more games that i'm actually going to make uh videos on for the channel here one of those games is missed now don't worry i'm not going to spoil a whole lot i'm just going to kind of give an overview of what the game is an overview of the story kind of set people in the right direction let's say for maybe the first uh the first clue and uh and leave it at that but uh, i am going to do a miss video there's another video i'm going to do and then roots uh after i get those two out of the way i'm i think i'm going to dive pretty hard back into uh medal of honor 
because I feel like that one deserves some more time from me before we pick winners for the award categories. Mm. And then uh, after that, Roots, uh, I think I'm going to flat game a little bit, to be quite honest. Ooh, flat game. I did some Sea of Thieves. I will tell you, I played about 45 minutes so far of Medal of Honor yesterday, and uh, Radio Runt reported that it with the new patch, it played really smoothly on his 1080 well i have to tell you radio runt you were 100 percent correct because it ran flawlessly smooth on my 2080 as well and uh it was pretty cool the guy and now i see what you were saying about the guns dude like that one gun the machine gun or not machine gun um explosive thing that like it's like a rocket launcher kind of oh uh, yeah that thing's badass that like uh, anti-tank thing yeah did that exist and i mean because that was kind of cool I, like some of these things i'm like is this real but i mean all the guns um were phenomenal in scion i would like to tell you that um the reason why and i'm this is my theory because i'm 99 sure this is what i saw that people weren't having um kickback is it gives you an option for shake camera shake and the camera shake for the if you put it on all whenever you're moving it's like no dude turn it off but if you leave it on the weapons it, i believe that's actually the recoil on your weapon you can turn it off um, but I seem to have recoil on all my weapons, but I, maybe I was wrong. Yeah, I didn't notice, you know, I didn't think about it. It wasn't something that I thought about, but I didn't notice the guns being weird in any kind of way. And I think I would have noticed if there was no recoil, you know, I've, I've played enough shooters at this point, uh, where if I've get, got, got this magically steel gun, I'm going to notice it. Uh, but I love the gunplay, man. I sit on those practice ranges with those, uh, you know, those dummy soldiers running, you know, crossing routes. And uh, literally in the uh, the first hour to hour and a half of my gameplay, half of it was spent on these firing ranges just playing with the guns. Yeah, I just thought it looked cool. And I can see what um, Radio Runt was saying about the dialogue being cheesy, even though I didn't think it was that cheesy. Um, but like I said, I'm only 45 minutes in. But uh, thank, thanks uh, J to Justin for... Um, offering up the family share again so uh because i had uh it just i it was such a hassle with the uh, hard drive once i had a new hard drive i don't like to harass other people um but i was able to play it and not have to pay for it so uh, it was cool yeah I'm, I'm glad you got to check it out because um you know a lot of fair criticism of this game and a lot of uh overreaction to it too uh so i'm i'm definitely uh, going to give this game a hard look before we pick our winners next week and uh, and losers, <laughs> you know, because they're not all good categories, right? Some of them are like jank awards and, and, and stuff. So we don't want to hand it out uh, prematurely if uh, if a game doesn't deserve it. So I'm going to give this one another look, maybe even uh, jump back into Onslaught, you know, as well. Not so sure about that one. I pretty have a pretty clear idea of what's going on there uh but after that roots uh like i said i've got uh i've got all this new hardware here they're giving me games with it right i've got watchdogs legion i've got that new call of duty game crisis remastered and i could keep going uh i, I think i'd be uh foolish not to at least give it a look yeah absolutely well you know now you've got me wanting to play some of those games um but uh yeah I'm I'm all about flat gaming if it's the right game, um, but I'd still prefer to be in VR. So, 
Uh, Bidey says, what would you pick for the best hand category? So let's get into some of these categories, Roots. And I don't want to sit and uh, try to sway everybody by telling them uh, what I think the uh, nominees should be in every one of them. But I think we can read down the list of categories. I think that I can um, explain to the people what the category means, what we're looking for. And then, you know, there, there's quite a few of them that uh, has some, some very clear uh you know debate to be had with it right uh i think we can kind of kick those uh those obvious ones off but uh really really um quickly body's asking you know what about the hands category and i don't even remember oh it's this year the hands award is called the uh the thing award mm -hmm. uh, because we all we all do the thing right when we uh when we get in vr we do the thing uh and there's there's other reasons behind that title as well, and I'll 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 reveal that during the show. But the uh, the thing award is the award for best hands. And right off the bat, I mean, uh, Half Life Alex sticks out because of the uh, the the uh, the Russells, you know, the gloves. Mm. Um, Vin VR sticks out very highly detailed, beautiful hands in that game uh, as well. Roots any other hands? Uh, off the top of your head i thought medal of honor's hands looked pretty detailed but in a different way it was like they were i looked at them and they were wrinkled and i thought i was old for a minute which i guess some people probably say roots you are old but um to other people i'm young so it's all who you hang out with i try to hang out with I, older people right so i can feel young again so how about how about hinge i thought that uh, the level of detail on the uh, hands in hinge was actually pretty good as well i need to go back into that game dude i wonder if the um if they fix the multiplayer on Medal of Honor, because I was just saw somebody kill somebody with that tank gun. And um, there's so many different weapons. I can imagine how crazy it would be, right? This is like Scion's jam. He loves this era. So, Yeah, I mean, some of the rifles in this game, I absolutely love. I mean, like, I've never used anything like that in VR before. And uh, and it was just awesome. And what, what did you think about the reloading? I mean, like... Uh, some people think it's a little too arcadey because you don't have to like fully rack everything into place. Uh, but I, I felt, I, I felt like they found a happy medium with it and I kind of liked the way they did it. Yeah. It makes it easy because you just grab it and you put it to where like close to the area and just let go and then you rack it. There's no, it just, it's what I've said about half-life Alex and what I've said about a lot of things and they did the same thing and they, they were smart they listened to roots or actually they probably already knew before and didn't even hear anything I said um but you don't people coming into VR they don't need to be dropping shit accidentally dropping their gun like you drop the gun it automatically goes on your back or wherever you know so there's no there's no dropping your gun fumbling for shit you grab your thing on and boom it's odd you know that you've done it uh, I just think they, like you said, it's a very happy medium to make it feel right. Um, and I guess there was a problem with bringing it up to your thing and seeing some kind of your arm or I don't know, some kind of weirdness with when you brought things up. But that's so far, Wes, I don't, I've not seen any jank, 100% no jank. Um, and I've only waited less than a week, or I guess it's been about a week, right? So, yeah. Um, you know, I, I didn't really experience much jank the, the first time. My problems with the game really weren't performance-related. Now, that said, obviously, I've got a, 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 a more powerful rig than most people have. 
so i mean i probably just powered out of it you know um but um yeah other people complained about the jank but apparently it's going away so uh you know i experienced no jank roots experienced no jank so it's going to be kind of hard for people to convince us to uh give this game some kind of a jank award right yeah yeah because it's already it's already i mean the whole thing is is by the time the show starts that's where things are going to be stopped right uh we can't Plus, i can think of some other games that i played that were uh really janky this year and i don't want to you know throw any games under the bus here but uh you know some of them were pretty bad yeah uh, especially uh, on when they launched so uh well, well even talk, some well, of the even some of the other criticisms of this game that I've was had heard, um, it doesn't seem like it's it's weird scenes. You know, you're going scene to scene, but it, it's like it's actually telling a story now, and it's in sequence. It seems to me, and um, I guess you had to squeeze a trigger but, between each scene, or I don't know. I've never got to mid. I haven't got to the end of mission one, dude. It that thing is so long, bro. You know what I mean? Like I don't even know if what I did is saved because it was 45 minutes in. It's like three hours long, uh, right? they may they might have they may have patched it uh for like when when you first when i when i played the game like even between like the the cut scenes uh they would stop they would bring you out to a different a whole different steel screen and it would say victory it's gone like every time it's gone it, it literally like, went literally, from it went from scene to scene to scene all of that is gone seemed very very seamless to me um you know, and people that are like uh, complaining, oh, there's too much cutscenes. Well, you know, it's not, and it's, it's not fucking easy, Wes, dude. I died in that first area, dude, like five times or six times <laughs> just trying to get to the checkpoint. I'm like, what is going on? These guys are crack shots and I'm on normal, bro. So pretty fun, right? And even like um, uh, when you're in that first room there with the uh, or, the, the second firing range with the tank gun and all that uh you can go left to continue the game or you can go right into kind of this combat simulation yeah. game uh i thought that that was fun as hell that just that little uh scene I didn't, there i didn't do it i went into the game um but what i thought was cool was like i got to pick i don't know if if at the beginning i picked something like i had a thumb up to, to if i wanted to join the the thing what if i don't join it what happens I wondered the same thing. I don't know. Yeah, because I got my my buddies went with me, so I was like, "Cool, dude, these guys." And I guess I, I mean, I don't know if the eye, what the eyes look like before the dull eyes or whatever. They seemed, I know they fixed that too. It seemed good to me. I don't know. I would say if I played this game on day one in this condition, I'd be saying it's a good game. Sixty dollars. I don't know, but it's definitely, um, it's definitely a lot better than I was thinking. So. Well, from the sounds of it, they've corrected my uh, most of my issues with it. So again, like I said before, going going to go back into this one pretty hard before the twenty twenty show. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, let's uh, let's look at some of these categories here and explain them out. Uh, we're going to start off with the Geekonomic Stimulus Award routes. You know, everybody likes a handout, right? That that good old free Geekonomic Stimulus. Uh, this is the award for the best free game or free experience and uh, quite a few of those to go around right yeah absolutely uh then we have the gateway drug award and this is for the best first dose of vr uh you know everybody wants to kind of get their friends and loved ones hooked on vr so the first one's always free right 
Yeah. And uh, we, we give them that first dose. And uh, uh, this award is for the best game to use in that situation. The best game to show a newbie, get them hooked in, and make them buy a headset. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. There's a lot of games out there. I already know which one I'm going to vote for, but no, just kidding. Actually, the, you know, what's funny is there's so many games out there, I forget stuff. And um, by the time we finally have, you know, all the lists, um, you know, for us anyway, we'll know, you know, which ones we'll have. So, you know, somebody said for uh, for this one that that, that uh, Walkabout would be a good one. Uh, I haven't played it. Uh, I'm thinking something like Tetris Effect or even um, In Death uh, Unchained would, would be a really good one, especially now that they have that that wave shooter. Uh, that wave shooter area that uh you can start people in yeah dude there's tons of exa ab absolutely uh robert uh staring check says super hot uh these are the 2020 awards robert uh the games must all have released on one of these platforms this year so uh super hot would be a good choice uh for the all-time awards which we may actually end up doing at some point if you guys are interested in that be sure to let us know uh maybe we do that for the two-year anniversary or something yeah that's a good idea um and that's we've gone over that with as far as the um the specifics you know it's got to come out this year and um, one of the things too that we didn't mention before um if you aren't a patreon uh we're going to be doing the discussion when we go over all the lists and stuff we're going to be doing that live with the patreons um as a uh, fly on the wall so yeah so uh when roots and i discuss every category and, and pick who the ultimate winners are going to be uh you know we're, we're inviting the the patrons along if they want to witness this live firsthand uh you know they'll, they will be invited to do so yeah, but you're going to have to sign sign a non-disclosure not to no just kidding <laughs> just don't yeah. tell anybody please this will like this is likely something that we're going to do early next week um so uh if you guys are interested uh watch your emails watch the patreon uh the patreon website um when we when things come together they're going to come together quickly so uh keep your eyes peeled yep uh let's, let's see body says he picked phasmophobia <laughs> that would be uh i don't know it might have the opposite effect right <laughs> absolutely well it depends on what you um what you like and what you uh consider to uh get the job done right right and uh traveling man 3775 good call uh he says you can win a quest two in the brand new in-depth unchained tournament and uh, this is something that just started i think yesterday uh, uh the new mode that they have the siege of heaven mode they have a new leaderboard which is kind of a um uh an average of all three of the levels they kind of average it out and have an overall leaderboard uh the top three at the end of the period whatever it may be a few days maybe a week uh the top three on the leaderboard gets a quest two the top one the one that wins overall gets a quest two and then gets to pick like two or three games uh, of their choice to uh to uh, put on it so, so i mean that's that's pretty awesome skill-based competition that could net you a pretty awesome prize are you gonna try i'm gonna definitely get in there and play it some yeah yeah i'll get in there and play but i'm not with the intention to win because 
you know, it's like trying to say, okay, I'm going to go into Attica and beat Coach Tony or whoever number one is now. You know, it's like, you know, are you that good? You better be that good, bro. Because well, my intention, you know, my attitude when I go into any of these games is, if I put the time in, I am that good. The thing is, I just don't put that kind of time in. But if I practice, yeah, I'm going to beat everybody. I don't know if I have time to get that good in the period of the contest. But I have no doubt that I could win it. It's possible I could win it, you know. Anything's possible. Well, see, the thing is, is I already know myself. I'm not putting the time in to, 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 to get good enough um, to win a contest like this. I mean, you are. It's too late, bro. Like, you've, you would have had to have already been getting ready for the last few months, right? Like, this had to be your daily driver, probably. I mean, there's people that play this every... Good at this game. Yeah, it's true. Where, where are you on the leaderboards now? I don't know. I've only played it, played that mode like one time. I'm just kidding, dude. Uh, it's just uh, people are this, just just fucking sweaty people out there. That that this is all they do, and it's like that. That's probably gonna. Ho I'm throwing the gauntlet down, West, right now. You don't even realize it. I, no, I'm just kidding. Hey, I'm not saying I'm. I'm thinking I'm gonna win. No, you. But hey, I certainly believe you could. That I can win. Yeah, well, that that's good. Actually, that's a good belief, and uh, I agree. I think you could. The traveling man makes a good point there. The uh, top 1,000 people get their name put in a hat, and three of those people are going to win quests as well. Wow. Okay, so now now you just piqued my interest because I could see myself easily getting into 1,000 within the top 1,000. Yeah. Go do it, bro. Yeah, I don't know I'm going to do it. You know, I've watching your gameplay, bro, on this daunts me because you are really good at it, and... Uh, um, I didn't get that far west. So, uh, but this is definitely this is one of those games. It's it's just um, I would say this is a heavy contender for game of the year for Quest, and uh, we'll see. We'll see what I, I'm so excited to have that conversation, bro. Especially with the Patreon fly on the wall, um, it's gonna be cool. Yeah, I think that uh, this game deserves to be in the, the discussion uh, for a few of these categories. Uh, Quest Game of the Year absolutely being one of them. Indie Game of the Year being one of them. Uh, indie Developer of the Year being one of them. Best ongoing support for a VR game. Uh, I think that it should be in all of those categories. And then there are probably more if, uh, as we go down the list here that I'm going to recognize that this game deserves to be in the conversation for. Yeah, so I wants to know if we're, we've played Phasmophobia yet, and I say no. We have not. Uh, it's, this is an any day now thing now, isn't it? Like, I'm ready. Yeah. You're ready. I'm off work. Uh, you know, um, Tiffany's supposed to have her computer now ready to go. Yep. Uh, what are we waiting on, bro? Any day. Yep. Just name it. Yeah, let's Except do for it. tomorrow. Tomorrow is Christmas Eve. But besides that. Christmas Day? the time. Oh, maybe uh, not possibly. Christmas Day either. I mean, as long as it's not early. You know, after dinner. I mean, shit, I ain't going to be watching football or anything. I'm going to be in VR anyway, probably. Yeah, that's true. Actually, actually, no. I'm probably going to be building a computer. Oh. But I could probably, uh, I could probably make some time for some VR. Oh, uh, dude, that's going to be so cool. You're going to get that. Absolutely. Isn't that, um, that's for one of your kids, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when, you know, we're assuming because we've got, you know, a lot of stuff. But uh, we didn't get it all. As you know, mm. computers are expensive. It's outside of our budget. We're kind of hoping that Santa Claus will oh. help a little bit with it. That would but, be cool. Uh, you know, maybe not. I mean, if it doesn't happen, 
uh, we can get started on it, and his birthday is very soon. We can uh, we can finish it for his birthday. Yeah, dude. Well, you know what? I I have faith in Santa, dude. So I'm it's just gonna assume it's gonna happen. And if it doesn't, I'm gonna hunt Santa down for him, and I'm gonna pin him down, and you're just gonna punch him. Maybe not. But. Yeah, I'm just gonna punch him. Yeah. Punch the shit out of him. Yeah. Who doesn't want to uh, punch Santa? These anyway, uh, the the bad neighbor award next on the list route so you know what the bad neighbor award is i do not actually i don't have my list what is it my list it's the list. vr game that's most likely to make you move oh that is okay so like that's pretty good that's good yeah okay it's 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 uh, it's the the activity game the exercise games okay. to make you move it's a pun roots it's a pun yeah no i uh definitely makes me want to move away for sure <laughs> <laughs> uh next we have the domestic disturbance award route uh the domestic disturbance award goes to the vr game most likely to make you punch your children well now is that subjective i mean is that like they they pissed you off and you (laughs) you punch them or is that like you accidental it's a vr game it's a it's a vr game right it's the it's the game that's going to have you swinging it's the creeds of the world roots yeah well, I'll tell you what. Uh, somebody said that once that they'd punch their kid, and that would be horrible, right? Or what would be worse is if you punch someone else's kid. It just happens to be over watching you guys. <laughs> Explain that you to know, somebody. My kids, uh, uh, you know, they've done pretty good for following what we call the BR rules, which keeps them safe. Uh, but it did happen once. My wife, uh, you know, a long time ago, knocked the shit out of uh, my youngest uh playing farpoint and he just walked in the wrong spot at the wrong time and uh he got it pretty good i'll tell you what sometimes you just have to teach your kids kind of like um having them touch a hot stove i bet he never walks in front of your uh wife anymore when she's um in vr or anybody for that matter i don't know how many times until you fall until you fall was released in 2020 on the oculus quest and playstation vr so i would consider that to be a uh a viable candidate wouldn't you yeah and that's the thing is like and we didn't always think that we've gone through so many different thoughts to get to where our final what is can be considered and what can't and one of the things that we had to consider especially for a while there um the quest games were all ports like it was we had that discussion last year we said okay if it can't be a port for quest then there's no games because it was all ports. Now it'd be a little bit different story, but still, if it's an, a new iteration on a new um, console or new system, if it's new to that system, it absolutely is considered a, a new game. So, yeah, um, my attitude with this is uh, it's it's on a case by case basis, uh, an award by award, game by game basis. I put it in the rules on the Discord. Uh, it says on there that, uh, you know, all of this stuff is subject to common sense. And that's kind of the approach we're going to take with it. If we don't feel like a game deserves to to be a, a candidate for an award, then we're not going to do it. And if we do, we will. Yep. And like Wes says, he said in the Discord, and we'll say here, change our mind. You know, like if you want to, if you disagree with whatever, you know, let us know in the Discord. Maybe we'll look at it and say, you know what? You're right. It should count or it shouldn't count. So, uh, wife taken to the chat to just make sure everybody knows we don't, we don't <laughs> the children. 
Well, you know, that is true. <laughs> it's definitely avoiding, you know. I, I'm a big she believer. She knows what to say. Yeah. She, she knows what she better get on there and say if she knows what's good for her. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I agree. It's, uh, it's definitely, definitely important to clarify that for sure. <laughs> uh, the Yellow Submarine Award Roots is for the best animated experience. Okay. We yeah. got a few of these this year. Good ones, right? We yeah. Had the, uh, we had the line. I know somebody voted for for Gloomy Eyes. The Gloomy Eyes released this year. That's another good one. Uh, I'm not sure. I think it released this. And you know what, dude? Um, oh, what was that? Uh, the most recent one, the uh, Gol, not Golem. What was the one that came out and never? It wasn't um, wasn't optimized very well at first. It just came out again on the Quest. I mean the Oculus Store. I can't even draw on a blank for some reason. No, no, I know that you were talking about the uh, the paper birds the other day. Yeah, paper birds. Uh, that one was good, but no, this was uh, the expensive one. It was like thirty bucks. Came out on Viveport Infinity. Um, I just can't think what what which one it was. Maybe the animated experience. That's thirty bucks. Yeah, no, it was. I uh, remember, and I wanted you. Oh yeah, gnomes, gnomes and goblins. Yeah, gnomes, gnomes and goblins. God, I don't know why, dude. I I that blew me away, dude. Like it was so much better because everybody was saying it was janky. And it was just so cool, dude. So cool that I got out of it and immediately told Wes, dude, you need to check this out, which I don't think we have yet. Um, but uh, eventually we'll talk about it. So, Yeah, I, you, you know, I, I actually hadn't even thought about that one when I, when I did this award, but you're absolutely right. I need to get in there and check that one Reverb out. Reverb it. It's probably going to be yeah. amazing. If it'll run. If yeah. If it'll run, right? True, true. Yeah. Uh, so where are we at here? Uh, the J.R.R. Tolkien Award. This is uh, this is an award from last year, but I don't I don't think it was the Tolkien Award last year. Maybe it was uh, Mark Twain Award or something last year. I think it was best storytelling. Best storytelling in a VR game. Yeah, a lot of candidate candidates for that, right? Yeah, absolutely. It was a kind of a shoe in last year. Uh, we had a couple of really good ones, but. Uh, yeah yeah best storytelling there, there are a couple more good ones this year and this was a kind of an interesting one as well because um you know it just kind of depends on what you're looking for i mean we have uh we have a game like half-life alex which continued a beloved story right uh we've got uh games like paper beast that tell a story without words We've got a game like The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, which told a story from every angle, right? Like uh, it told a story from the perspective of the good guy, or you could be the bad guy, or you could be neutral, and you can play that game three times and have the story be different. So uh, a lot of different, uh, you know, types of storytelling on uh, on display this year with uh, this year's VR releases. So I have a feeling that this is going to be one of those that we need help with uh to t decide uh who the winner's going to be yeah yeah there's a lot of good stories out there and i've been playing through them all every single one bro uh, maybe not every but they're one? good yeah yeah i've got no time left actually population one won't let me do that so uh, it's just sucking all my time up uh and that brings us to the next award the shocker award roots the shocker is the vr game with the biggest surprise in the end you ever had a surprise in the end roots? No, I I have not, but you know who has? 
<laughs> my mom yeah it's, it's it's the shocker to some people but to others not so much yeah it's definitely not a shocker at all and i'll tell you what there's a lot of good games out there with shocking ends and uh um one of the things that i don't um i'd have to say that I, it's going to be harder for me to know because i haven't seen all the endings of a lot of games but um i've seen the ending of uh, half-life alex and it was phenomenal dude so. Yeah, that was a shocker for real wasn't it yeah dude everyone was shocked except for me and you because we didn't know the story but um <laughs> i knew enough I, I watched the uh oh that video thing, driven by right that, yeah the thing that driven by begged us to watch i actually broke down and watched it uh, before i played the game and so i did kind of know what was happening but still didn't have the emotional attachment that uh, a lot of the player base had yeah. I gotta imagine those people were really shocked. Yeah, yeah, dude, I was not that shocked. Although, I mean, it was cool. I definitely think this game was, was, and is super cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the IHOP Award. Uh, this one's from last year. This is for the best flat game ported to VR. Yeah, uh, dude. Good candidates this year. I, I would submit that Mist should be, uh, should be considered for this because. Yeah, yes, it was built from the ground up for VR, but it's a one-to-one -one reproduction of Mist. This is this is Mist in VR. Um, I'd say Grip. I'd say Grip is a good candidate for this one as well. Yeah, no, and I agree. I think Mist is absolutely because some there was discussion in the uh, Discord, right? That it wasn't. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. But um, what you said is exactly the case. I mean, if they had changed some stuff, I mean, it's one hundred percent the same. Everything's the same. Like if you played it from the beginning to end, beginning, you know, without with the exception of the randomizer, you're uh, you're getting the same game. So, yeah, and I have a I have an idea that that randomizer is just going to change some of the letters and numbers in the puzzles. It's not going to really change how the puzzles work, which is really kind of the uh, the spoiler, right? So, yeah, um, I haven't tried the randomizer, so I don't know, but that. That's what that, I. That would make sense. That's yeah. what I read was um that if you like someone like Scion maybe that knew all the puzzles what it does is it like forces you to go to that place to find the answer because now it's a different answer than what you remember, um which you really I mean if you played this twenty years ago I doubt you're gonna remember that the code was seven seven five seven or whatever the code is you know you're probably gonna have to go look anyway, um but uh, it is cool. Uh, you know, a cool thing to have a randomizer, I guess. Yeah, I don't remember any of it, like, at all. Like, I didn't even remember where to get the answers at. It took me uh, a little bit of exploration and reading to uh, to figure it out again. Oh, I forgot. I just had the books, bro. I still haven't gone in to read the books. This is That's what the problem is, man. I need to get back into this thing. Yeah, me too. And again, next on my list, stay tuned. Video incoming on that one. Yep. And uh, if you're wondering about what our uh, or our initial impressions of the game missed was, check out the most recent episode of the Monday Show. We uh, go in depth about it on uh, on that episode. So you know what's funny, Wes, and this is totally a side thing about um, this little break we're having. Uh, is like I played Ven and I played a couple other games, and I was like, oh god, I, like I even told you, I said I want to talk about Ven right now, dude. Like this was last week, and I was like, there's no show. Like, I feel like that a part of my soul was missing um, because we didn't have the show this week. And uh, um, it'll be it'll be good to get back to uh, schedule in a few weeks, right? 
I agree with that. But on the other hand, uh, when we were supposed to be preparing for a show, we were playing Pop One. Oh, that's true. We were actually able to play some game, right? That's the difference, right? That's true. Yeah. When's the and, last time we got to uh, do that? Yeah, together for sure. That was during my 15 and a half hour stream. And um, that was a long time, Wes. But uh, you got in at the end. That was cool. I was like, I finally got to play with Wes because our times never, never seemed to mesh. That's so. right. But home from work now, dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, so uh, IHOP Award was the best flat game ported into VR. Waffle House Award, best uh, flat game modded into VR. And we had some of these too this year, didn't we? We what we have. Uh, uh the the uh what is it the outer what what's it called the outer morrowind <laughs> now i mean that's one yeah the outer what's the stupid game you had me uh download right before i got rid of my graphics card uh, um you, you oh the outer awesome. world the outer something yeah the outer outer worlds yeah outer worlds yeah i thought you were saying elder but yeah outer world there's actually a few of them so uh, then that one's perfect, man. That's a that's a hundred percent. Did you ever play that? No, no, oh, I've got wow. it ready to go, but I never did boot it. Yeah, um, it's a total. It's a good puzzle. Wasn't game. Grand Theft Auto Five mod? That was this year, wasn't it? I think so, but I don't know if we talked about it last year. I think it was this year. Yeah, yeah. So we got GTA Five mod. We've got the Outer Worlds. We've got um, Morrowind, like like Roots just said here. We also had Doom in. Uh, I think even like wasn't the Lambda Half Life mod brought into Quest this year as well? Uh that I don't know. We'll have to look into that. So, so there you. I mean, there's a. I think there's more flat mods this year than there were flat ports this year. Yeah, absolutely. I've been looking at the list, Wes. I've been ignoring the chat. I feel bad. I'm back, chat. I'm back with you, bro. I'm not gonna leave again. I promise. Body says, "Oh, didn't know about that one." No idea which one he was talking about. So. Uh, I don't either. Uh, oh, maybe... return to ca return to uh, Cap Castle Wolfenstein. That's right, and that's another one. Yeah, so cool. Well, games are just getting brought in left and right, bro. Yeah, just uh, for those of you who uh, who want to look it up, just go to like um, upload VR or something into their search bar and type in the word mod. I'm sure like a big list of news stories will come up telling you all about the different mods that uh, were introduced to us this year. Yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, from there we go to the Wonder Bra Award. This is another one from last year, Rich. you remember what the Wonder Bra Award is for? Um, I do not, actually. Wonder Bra Award is for the best ongoing support of a VR game. Oh, yeah, I wonder and, who that uh, would... Who who want well, this has only been out for a little bit, but man, these developers, big box, man. So good. Yeah, big box great, super bright. Super uh, bright. Day in Death Unchained. Uh, absolutely phenomenal. Yeah, there's a lot of these actually that, that these developers are actually blowing me away these days. They just keep adding to their games and uh, making them better, right? So mm. that's just cool. Absolutely. Um I mean, Skydance Interactive, they added a whole new mod or a whole new uh, mode to The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. And by the way, the trial game mode coming to Oculus Quest, I think they said on January 20th. Oh, wow. What a gem somewhere of a game. Around right? there. That might not be the exact date, but it was somewhere around there. You ever played it? 
No, I'm just kidding. Mm. I was like, oh no, I never know. Body, uh, body just knocked it out of the park here. How could I forget Cloud had games and the way that they supported Pistol Whip this year? I mean, they've more than doubled the size of this game. And people raving about Pistol Whip 2089, uh, you know, before I go on my little run of flat games, before we do the 2020 show, I kind of feel like I need to check out Pistol Whip 2089. Yeah, I think so too, because I think um, somebody was saying it was really good, Meme Fan or somebody, right? Yeah, and I mean, for him to say that about a, a rhythm game like that, a year-old rhythm game, that's uh, big words. The Scion throws into the radius into the mix for the best uh, supporting devs, and they definitely have always constantly been, they've been up uploading or updating their game like never fails, yeah, they, right? They certainly have uh, improved that game from when it launched in the early access to the time that it went into full launch to today. Probably the biggest turnaround I've ever seen uh, in, a, in a game. I mean, it's like night and day, the difference between the game now and the game then. So, uh, yeah, I could see that as well, even though, I mean, it's kind of an expected thing when you're launching the early access that you're going to finish the game, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was certainly a big transformation. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good point, Wes. It's like, you know, if it's early access, we... We really hope you're going to finish it. You need to finish it. You told us you were going to finish it. So that's good there. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Rookie of the Year Award. Now, this is another interesting one, Roots, because we had some uh, really good VR developers kind of burst onto the scene this year. And it really it doesn't have to be your first ever video game, but really your first vr game that really kind of entered the public consciousness uh again super bright jumps out to me here monologic games jumps out to me here uh big box vr jumps out to me here and um game dust uh behind Jupiter oh god jumps dude. out to me here as well that is such a good game and i'm glad you brought that up Wes, because um there was a rumor that that may be one of the games um that'll be uh free given away for the quest i believe so we'll see if that um rumor comes true or not that will not come true because the game will not be releasing on quest until next year so oh okay oh well bummer but i, I will just go ahead since you said that i'll go ahead and spill the beans i told you i'm going to be making two videos mm. uh over the next few days one of them being missed uh, the other one absolutely is the quest build of Jupiter God. So stay tuned for that. It was a rumor, Wes. I can't. That's what I heard from a little bird. No, I'm just kidding. No, that bird lied to you, son. We don't have keys of that one. I was just like, what? No, we don't have that. Yeah, I wish. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, rookie of the year. That's going to be a tough one. Really could use some help with that one, you guys, because a lot of amazing new developers. Uh, with amazing new games. Um, so Rookie of the Year brings us to the Starving Artist Award, which is the Indie Developer of the Year. And I feel like everybody that we just mentioned there uh, kind of in the same category here, right? The Starving Artist. Well, that's crazy, bro. There's so many good indie developers, and that just shows you how good VR is getting, right? These indie developers are just coming out of the woodwork and um, makes me excited um, for 2021. By the woodwork, you mean Poland. 
Yes. Yeah, pretty much. It's <laughs> almost all Polish, man. I don't know what they're doing over there. They're, they must be feeding their uh, people iodine. And uh, so they're very smart and they know how to make good games. Cordyceps mushrooms out here. Yeah, well, I think that was Seattle and Denver. Denver now, I hear. So, uh, Let's see here. Uh, Rookie of the Year, Starving Artist, Da Vinci Award. Uh, the Da Vinci Award goes to the VR Game Developer of the Year. Uh, short list here, Roots. Um, I'd say Cloudhead Games. I'd say Scott Ants Interactive. Uh, I know a lot of people are going to say Valve. Um, mm. I mean, there, there's, uh, there's a, a few great games, a few great developers that pulled off some amazing things this year. Yeah. There's been just crazy good games that have came out, right? Yeah. Some uh, all-time greats. And, you know, uh, I mean, I'd be remiss if we didn't mention... Um, course uh, i'm gonna give myself brain freeze trying to think of it um the developer of iron man vr um the okay i don't know i can't remember I what did uh, republic the camouflage yeah camouflage i think camouflage deserves to be in this uh in this conversation i think that in dreams deserves to be in this conversation for uh covert uh phantom covert ops and uh I think that uh, Media Molecule uh, for bringing VR support to Dreams deserves to be in this conversation. And then, uh, you know, you know, uh, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of really good uh, developers that did amazing things this year. And uh, there's another one that's going to be tough, another one we could use help on. Yeah. Gigo Den, that's a good point. He, uh, Robert Sterencheck says Gigo Den. Yeah, virtual desktop, bro. I mean, that's that's a game changer. That's a game changer if there ever was one. Um, it's one of the best aspects I... of the uh, Quest 2, right, is uh, the wireless VR. Yeah, but here's the thing. This is the VR game developer of the year. Mm, okay, yeah, I guess it's a more of a tool, right? Right, so it's kind of one of those uh, outliers. Don't know if we should allow that one or not. All right, well, you guys let us know in the chat. And let us know in the Discord what you think. Do you think that that should be considered a game? Or do you think, no, fuck you, Roots. It's Tool. Get it out of there, bro. So. Well, maybe we give them some kind of a special recognition award uh, just for uh, an uh, outstanding contribution to the VR community. I mean, mm -hmm. honestly. And uh, the Back to the Future free? award. Free wireless streaming for the cheapest headset on the market. Yeah. That's a pretty, pretty noble cause, if you ask well, me. Well, it's not free. You got to buy the software, but uh, it's so cheap bucks. for what you get, man. Yeah. And it works, too. That's the important thing. It works, and it works very well. Well, and I would argue it looks better than the, the link. Like, whatever he does in there, the magic that he makes it, the color and everything pop, um, I wish they would do that with the headset. You know, I mean, if he yeah. can do it, they can do it. So, all right. Um, yeah, body says, hmm, no prize for tools on the list. Body, believe me, I know it doesn't seem like it, but I didn't put all the categories I could have on here. I cut some out to get it down to like 45 categories. 
See, it, like, uh, it doesn't it, it doesn't seem i mean it seems like a lot but it doesn't seem like a lot but if you go back to our other show and then you go to any of our podcasts today um like we for whatever reason uh things take longer you know what i mean because we're real dude we just like to talk and chat and thorough. stuff yeah we're, we're thorough, thorough. Uh, everything that to be honest every category that i have an award for here I have at least one or two games uh, that I feel like should probably win. And I don't want to give those to you. I don't want to sway the voting. Um, but there, I feel like there's a lot of games and developers that need to be recognized. And that's kind of the purpose of any award show is to recognize the games, to recognize the developers. And this year was so amazing I feel that it takes a list like this to even remotely have the chance of recognizing everyone who deserves to be recognized this year for their contributions to our, uh, our platform, you know, that we love so much. So uh, there's a reason why there's this many here. I'm hoping that everyone that uh, I feel that really, really deserves it is going to receive some recognition during the 2020 show. Well, I was looking at the list and I, I'm trying to figure out where Tornuffalo fits in in there because I think it should be maybe game of the year. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but, uh, with, but with like Gigo Den and uh, the, the non-gaming software developers, that was just a total oversight on my part. Uh, that guy absolutely deserves to be uh, recognized for what he's done. Yep absolutely all right uh so uh we go from the da vinci award to the thing award which we already talked about the best hands in a vr game uh but bouncing from that we go into the marley matlin award roots uh best gesture based controls in a vr game mm. there's actually a lot of them right uh one of them here i just saw the title when i was skipping down my scenes um we need to get back into we haven't played uh, i said this the last time right is wizards dark times this one was amazing was a good one. yeah yeah i mean and then there was uh don't forget jenny and thaco yeah some great gesture-based stuff going on in that one as well yeah absolutely and then there were other ones that we didn't even play like um i don't even remember what it's called now because <laughs> i probably should have <laughs> played it uh the, there were there was two or three other ones they're on viport infinity that uh are completely gesture based i mean we we had uh i mean for that matter there was elixir that came out on quest that not only is gesture based but it's completely hand tracking so like that's literally gesture based yeah absolutely well even that one um what was it uh the the one that came out that paper beast was it paper beast there's one that just came out recently that um is all i think it's paper beast right it's all hand hand gesture based the paper beast no or not paper beast that. uh what that one that we were talking about the paper dolls or paper what was that paper paper birds paper birds yeah that's hand gesture based as well well i did not know that yep uh, so from the Marley Matlin uh, Best Gesture-Based Controls, we go to my mom's award, Best Swinger in VR Roots. And we had some candidates here, too. We had Jupiter God. We had Tarzan. 
uh, and uh, I mean more. There was even another one. What, what am I forgetting? Mm, I can't think of any other ones. Oh, what was that one that you? It's a swinging one, but you're. It's a multiplayer game, right? Where you're shooting and swinging. Oh I yeah, uh, the grapple tournament. Yeah. Ooh, did you? Did Skiba talk to you about the grapple tournament? I've heard him talk about it. Yeah. No, he's doing a tournament. And he's how he whispered me, and he wants us to do be a part of it with a whole bunch of other um, uh, content creators, and uh, and he's going to give us a key for it. So, okay, yeah, I've already got I mean, the key. I, I thought think he that whispered game looks you. Awesome, yeah, I, I already said that. I think that game looks absolutely amazing. So, uh, yeah, I'm down to uh, give it a shot for sure. Cool. So look for that in the future. Probably a good idea to to uh, do that. Uh, if we're going to give out an award for the uh, mechanic, right? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Um, my mom's award, best VR swinger. Godzilla award. This is another one from last year. Best use of scale and or perspective in a VR game. This is going to be another tough one, Rich. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of games that are like this. Uh, Mini Motor X is one of those ones I would consider um just the scale was so cool but like it's there's so many out there like even just um ven vr yeah. dude yeah yeah the scale yeah. of looking at those levels at such a distance it really seems like it's forever way over there um and then of course that little guy he's so cute um, yeah that first uh that first level i mean i got some moss vibes out of certain uh, areas in it with the statues and things yeah dude oh yeah even the beginning thing dude it slams that thing down that um statue Giant. yeah no it was cool it's um uh, i'm still raving about how good men vr is and uh i still am baffled by mr questionable uh comment in the uh video <laughs> yeah that guy he's got some anger issues yeah who doesn't 2020 right yeah I, I suggest that all of you go to the uh after we finish this up go to the vin vr video my most recent one and uh read the comments <laughs> it's uh it's comical uh, what this guy said and what i said to him was uh was pretty funny too yeah i needed to go in there anyway uh my list is back up now and we have the dolby award another one from last year best 3d audio and i mean i mean so many great choices here right yeah yeah, this will be an interesting com uh, conversation because um, I don't really know which one I would consider. There's so many good ones right now on this list. So, yeah, we'll just uh, we'll let the people tell us about that one. But I've got some very interesting thoughts on that one because we've had people use 3D audio in uh, very unique ways this year. Mm. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see what people think about that one uh bob ross award another one carryover from last year best graphics and artwork in a vr game another i mean probably harder this year than even last year yeah no there's so many good ones i mean even medal of honor's got amazing graphics of course everybody's gonna say half-life alex um and uh it's not just about it's not it's graphics and artwork it's not just about realism so like i would contend that lies beneath deserves to be in this conversation as well i was just just about to click on that one because it's so good right uh it just looks so crazy and um i don't know man i love this 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 style i know a lot of people are put off by it but if it's done right which these developers did it's uh it's amazing 
yeah i mean a lot of i mean uber de Grot even did a really good job with it um and they're they're promising that uh some of their new levels some of these uh uh time trial levels are really awesome looking so looking forward to checking that one out again stay tuned for that video uh, i may even put that one out tomorrow Roots. who knows nice merry christmas to all right yeah dude you have something to watch uh let's see here from bob ross we go to mel brooks best comedy in a vr game and this one i kind of struggled with i almost didn't put it on there because the comedy this year wasn't like the comedy last year like last year the the best funniest game ever came out so like it kind of made me feel like there wasn't any good comedy this year until i thought about it and there was there was good comedy this year Jupiter Grod is a funny game um good goliath is hilarious uh jenny and thaco I mean, that game has Lloyd Kaufman in it. Of course it's funny. I mean, it's really funny. Uh, and I'm sure I, that uh, there's some others that I'm not even thinking of. Half-Life Alex, you know, I can't tell you how many times um, I laughed out loud at um, some of the dialogue between um, Russell, you know, and Alex and and just right. some of the ridiculous things that uh, um, I just found really, really humorous so yeah well he kind of belittles her uh passive aggressively throughout the game is, is really funny yeah all right uh 420 award roots best game to view through bloodshot eyes a hmm. couple of candidates here uh a clear favorite in my opinion i'll just leave it at that yep blood and wine award best playable dlc uh again some good uh good candidates here of course pistol whip 2089 we just mentioned in death um in death siege of heaven dlc we've got the trial from uh, the walking dead saints and sinners and uh i mean uh, phantom covert ops i mean they they really added a bunch of dlc right away to their game yeah yeah, and a lot of these games are just keep on coming, right? So. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that's going to be another hard one to pick. Um, the Nope Award. Nope Award from last year. I'm sure you remember that one, right? Yeah, yeah. The the biggest uh, Nope Out game, right? Too scary, yeah, I the, guess, right? The scariest, scariest game or experience of the year. Yeah, I guess and, you... uh, uh, not um, not a banner year for for VR horror, but we did have some very good ones. We had Phasmophobia come out this year. We had Blair Witch come out this year. So definitely some uh, Persistence came out on uh, PC this year. That's a fucking terrifying game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, then we go to the Jerry Award. You know who Jerry was, Roots? um no i oh jerry no i don't remember jerry who's jerry well jerry was a race car driver okay uh he drove so uh so fast anyway uh jerry ward for the best vr racing game oh, and I, dude we had some damn racing games this year didn't we we did we had actually quite a quite a few right uh even just grip uh mini motor x um 
Yeah, there's been more than a few that uh death lap right yeah was that this year well i don't know i don't know if death lap was maybe this that year. was last year um well, we'll have to check the books on that i think death lap was last year but uh we definitely had um those two that you mentioned uh maybe even proteus was radio g proteus this year um i think it was this year yeah um so yeah, some good uh, VR racers released this year. But I think even I think there was a new Assetto Corsa game this year, wasn't there? Yeah. See, I don't know too much about that, and that's probably what all the sim drivers would be like. Oh, what about Assetto Corsa? And of course, we're not going to forget it, bro. If it's out there, there it's the on chat. the list. I the... was wondering when they were going to do it. There goes the chat. Dash 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 dash. I'm... Go vote, friends. Go vote. I dash dash. What's this dash dash, dude? Dash dash. I went and played some Dash Dash on one of my streams a couple streams ago, and that game is super polished and it is cool, man. It was amazing, right? Yeah, Quest. yeah, yeah. It was amazing. I couldn't believe how polished it was. Quest Two now, uh, and it looks very, very similar to the uh, PC version now. Yep, absolutely. Just a uh, testament to the standalone power of the. Uh, the new hardware who about doesn't love the quest too a lot of new hardware this year roots that we could have done the hardware award with the the graphics cards and the headsets and the consoles uh but i just feel kind of felt like that would have been a endless debate with no real winner yeah and it's it's still going on man people still trying to get their card radio run still hasn't got his 3080 so it's crazy it is crazy Son says grip is the clear winner and not disagree I, I would say it could be the winner but i wouldn't say it's a clear winner because dash dash is amazing in in scion's mind it's a clear winner so that means you need to vote for it Sion. try to make it the clear winner right there you go uh let's see here where are we the jerry award goes to the columbine award roots oh god columbine this... colorado right this right down the street well it's not down the street but um or columbine high school right uh yeah. yeah dude best shooter dude there's a lot of them out there for this i mean so i guess would that be we'll have to talk about it but you know like you got contractors that's new to quest but it's been out for so long but it, i guess if it was gonna win you know this is the discussion we'll have uh, but if it was gonna yeah. win it would have to be the quest version only it couldn't be because the uh, pc version is better i don't know yeah, I kind of feel like this is one of those common sense scenarios where we're going to have to disqualify contractors, Pavlov, and onward. Those games have been out for so long at this point. I don't think they would have won even, anyway. Even though they they did, you know, get ported into Quest, uh, I, I don't think that, I think that we're past that now. But, I mean, there were other uh, multiplayer shooters, plenty of them, that were introduced this year. And... Uh, yeah, I think we would probably have a clear winner here, but we'll just let the uh, see what the people think about that. The chips fall where they may. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and from there, so the Columbine Award was the best multiplayer shooter. The the multiple. I was going to word it as the uh, the game most likely, or, or the 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 best game to shoot all your friends in. That's the what mm -hmm. I was going to call that, but I thought maybe it was too soon, so we just. Uh, called it what it is the best multiplayer uh shooter uh but that and that brings us to the uh the oldie but the goodie uh the lee van cleef award 
uh, for the best campaign-based shooter. Yeah, there's a, there's quite a few out there, so it'll be an interesting conversation, right? Yeah, the Medal of Honor, maybe? Yeah, could be. Well, I see, that's the maybe. thing. We're going to be playing a lot more, um, and we'll be able to definitively tell you whether this is worth um, picking up. Yeah, and we need you guys to play more, too. We don't want everybody just shitting on it without uh, giving it its due, so... Go find out. Don't just uh, don't just vote without knowing. That's what. Never mind. I was going to make a a voting comment, but we're not going to get political. All right. People yeah. shouldn't vote when they don't know. Okay? Yes, absolutely. Well, you know, actually, our our chat, our Discord's very good about that. And usually, when people are um, putting in categories, they'll they'll leave out ones or they'll put on there. I didn't play any in this category, or you know what I mean. Like they yeah. don't want to vote on something they haven't tried, so um, that's good. That's that's the wise thing. Uh, you know, people say you should vote because it's your uh, right. I say you should not vote unless you know what the fuck that you're voting for. Yeah, uh, that's common I think sense. That that's a stupid. I always thought that was stupid, even when I was a kid, and we'd be watching MTV, and they they go on these big campaigns telling children to vote, and I'd be like, no. <laughs> Please don't vote, you dumb bastards. Don't vote. Yeah, especially uh, if it's something important like the Nickelodeon Awards or something, you know, like don't right. be fucking up those awards, bro. It's who's going to get slimed. So, yeah, no, Kids' Choice Awards. You know who else likes to get slimed? My mom. <laughs> I do. Yeah. All right. So, uh, from the Lee Van Cleef Award, we go to the Striking Vipers Award. Uh, best co-op gameplay. Wow. Is this going to be um, the Quest version of uh, Arizona Sunshine? No, just kidding. Maybe, maybe. Hey, dude, it might be. Uh, although I, I kind of feel like Arizona Sunshine is kind of like what we were just saying with uh, Contractors and, uh, you know, Onward, Pavlov, those type of games. They've been out for so long, it's kind of hard to give them a 2020 award to arizona sunshine right yeah no but i'll tell you what it was so good i mean i didn't play the quest version but the last time i played i was it reminded me how good the co-op is um still so yeah yeah i I had a lot of fun playing arizona sunshine and you know we talked about it recently uh kind of an underrated game at this point people have been counting and waiting on its demise for many years and it just hasn't come because it's still the best at what it does yep absolutely uh but co-op gameplay roots i mean we we had some good co-op games come out this year um i'm drawing a bit of a blank here but i had some good ones in my mind when i put that award there yeah now there's uh let us know in the chat what you think is good i know that there's um definitely a lot good that i can't think of off the top of my head either so how about phasmophobia yeah, that's actually a really good one. Although we haven't really gone in and, and tried that How out. How about either. Population 1? Well, okay, Population 1 should have been first on my tip of my tongue. I'm over 200 hours I mean, now. That, that's a co-op, that's co-op, right? That's a co-op game? Uh, Well, that would be considered more multiplayer. Co-op is more... You put, But you have to play with your friends. That's true. That's true. Hmm. Very true. What do you say, chat? Is Population 1 a co-op game? Does it deserve to be in this category? Let us know. Yeah. We need more co-op games. Like, I wish, like, some of the best games in the world right now would be some of the best games of all time if they would just implement 
co-op gameplay. Could you imagine playing in death or Jupiter God with your friend? Yeah, come on, dude, it'd be awesome. Uh, I mean, of course, you know, Saints and Sinners. That's a no-brainer. And the world that they've got set up there is perfect for it. Uh, man, I, w- I would buy the game again if they would make a co-op version of it. You know what I mean? Another 40 bucks, take it. Yep, absolutely. Um, all right, so that's the Striking Vipers Award. That brings us to the NoVid19 Award. The NoVid19 Award, which is the most highly anticipated 2020 release to not be released in 2020. So we had all these games get delayed and they all said the same thing, right? Tough to make a game during COVID, bro. Can't put a game out during COVID. So uh, this is the Novid Award for uh, these games that we're going to supposedly be getting next year that were supposed to come out this year. Which one uh, are we anticipating most? Jarillo says... Uh, Lone Echo 2, which is a good one. Well, uh, I'll tell you what, Wes, you know, just even thinking about this award, the Novit Award, um, like it's impo- it was impossible for any developer to get a game out this year. You just can't do it during COVID. Oh, wait, there was a shitload of games that came out. Um, and uh, it's just so weird, man. Like, I, I really feel like it, it. And some of it is true, but at this point, it's kind of like the chain shortage. It ain't real, bro. Like they could have printed change by now. The the mint is out there. So, so uh, VR Spry Guy bodies all jumping in saying Lone Echo Two, Lone Echo Two. Go vote. It don't count in the chat. Go vote on the Discord. But I'll just say this before you vote. Uh, let, let's think this through. Let's think about uh, Vertigo Two. Ooh. Huh? Yeah. What about Vertigo Two. How about Undead Citadel? How about After the Fall? How about Sniper Elite 4? I mean, a lot of stuff we were supposed to get this year, we didn't get, guys. Jesus uh, so Radar. I will, I will, <laughs> yeah, that game, I think, is dead. Uh, that oh. guy's not even talking to me anymore. Damn it, dude. Uh, I want it. I mean, I mean, uh, to an extent, you could even say that, like, uh, Lo-Fi. I mean, Lo-Fi was originally supposed to be out this year, and it's not going to be. Um, yeah, it's not I'm as cut and dry. Say, there's a lot of games. When I say originally, I mean like way back when. So I guess Lo-Fi is not not really the best example. But I mean, those other games I mentioned are all very highly anticipated games. Uh, I'm not so sure Lone Echo 2 deserves to win that game, but who knows? I mean, maybe that's the one that uh, people want the most. I, I mean, I'm kind of looking forward to every one of those that I named a lot. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Drillo is is getting his his feathers ruffled by Scion. He's ready to stab him in the face uh because scion says it's a, a process of questification for lone echo 2 they get that why it's taking long they got to questificate it down or that's not even a word they got to lower the graphics down body says the hype for lone echo is greater and that might be true but i would say that the uh firmament that's a good one scion uh, I would say that there's a difference between hype and anticipation. Hype is kind of a, a vocal, kind of a media-based, uh, community-based thing, where anticipation is a very personal thing. I want to know what you are, what's the most highly anticipated for each person, maybe that they're not, you know, out there talking about every day. But uh, when I read down that list of games, which one 
makes your butthole tingle just a little bit <laughs> when you think about it. Yeah, well, um, yeah. Vertigo, t- Vertigo Two. I mean, that that looks awesome to me. Uh, Undead Citadel, Sniper Elite, all of them. After the fall, that's going to be four player co op groups. After the fall. Yeah. Well, I can't wait for that for sure. Yeah, and I think Firmament. that. Yeah, Firmament. There's so many good games. I and I'm just going to throw this out there, and I'm not really, not letting any cat out of the bag with this uh, re- revelation, uh, just because of what I've said in the past. I'm just really not could care less about lone echo too bro out of here no just kidding we'll see let us know in the in the uh votes <laughs> for sure yeah not saying that i don't i mean i never i didn't watch the lone echo uh immersive trailer thing that they put out i probably should huh yeah and i just my thing is is i just the story and maybe because i didn't finish it because there's so many other things i just never really got that into lone echo and so Lone Echo 2 is, and I think it's, again, kind of like the Half-Life Alex thing, um, because we didn't play Half-Life um, series, it wasn't that big a deal, so because I wasn't in on the Lone Echo when everybody was in on it, and it was the best game in VR, and it was so realistic, and ever Olivia, and just all that crap, right, with no gameplay, well, little gameplay, um, walking sim, I guess there is gameplay, no, it's uh, fake news there, but um, I just didn't, it was okay. It was just okay for me. Um, but, uh, you know, that doesn't negate that for other people that are super psyched for it, they can tell me you're full of crap roots and I'll, I'll yeah, I tell you to, wrong. Uh, I need to, I've got revive up and running. I, that's one yeah. go in with the G2, right? Yeah, absolutely. I was playing it. I was playing Lone Echo, uh, on my quest two before my G2 got here. So I probably should go ahead and, uh, just pick right up where I left off. It'll probably blow you away on the G2, right? Uh, you would think if it runs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you've got a 3080, so you should be able to run it. I hope. Well, there's a there's a thing with the 3080 drivers that uh, causes it to crash if you uh, if you uh, if the graphics card clocks too high. And my card is, you know, factory overclocked. Uh, so I mean, they need to fix that shit, dude. That's BS, bro. Yeah, it's not just with G two; it's with like a, a lot of flat games too. It's doing it. So no, it's I'm sure it's the video cards. That's what I was reading. So, but at least it's a driver issue. I mean, that's the best case scenario, right? Yeah, but I mean, there's supposedly a fix for it. Like you're supposed to be able to go into like some Nvidia debug tool and run something, and it'll fix it. I just haven't cared enough to do it because it really hasn't been that big of an issue for me. Like most of the stuff I try to play runs. So yeah true so if it crashes i just grab the quest instead yeah and it's close enough right just not as good yeah well, i mean well, g2 is better but i mean it's it's just so easy to grab the quest and put it on quick virtual desktop and start playing yep all right all right so we're gonna uh we're approaching two hours here i'm gonna pick up the pace a little bit on these we're about halfway through them uh new socks award this one was the old shoe award last year mm. Roots. Mm, the new socks i like that new socks do feel good bro they feel nice and crisp right yeah 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 so uh new socks award best feeling gameplay in vr uh i mean there's a lot that can uh a lot of the games we've already talked about in that Jupiter god uh, half-life alex i mean all that feels really good to play yeah don't forget my baby um, Population one feels real good. That's true. Uh, Tesla award. Most 
innovative gameplay. So this is uh, th this is interesting, Roots, because this is uh, an award given for gameplay the likes of which we've never seen before. Well, I'll tell you what, man. One pops to my head right off the bat. I'm having trouble finding the the actual scene name of it, but uh, um, we've talked about it a couple times here. But Eupertagrod, uh, man, it's it's just so different than anything I've ever done. Um, it was really cool. Oh, I, I would agree with that. that. I would agree that Eupertagrod very innovative. I would say that. Um... The uh, 1979 Back to Midway is a very innovative game. Yeah. And very different. You know, you don't see games like that every day. Yeah. Um, good Goliath was completely Goliath. different, right? The, the throwing mechanism was totally different. Yeah. And I mean, and then, I mean, for that matter, uh, we had Jenny and Thaco, which was a, a brilliant blend of genres. Yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, there's a there's a lot of good ones here, and uh, even uh, how about this, Ruth? How about Phantom Covert Ops? When have you ever played a, a game that was like that? I mean that that game was completely original. Everything that it did was a completely original, and um, one of the most immersive games I've ever played. Phantom Covert Ops, very immersive. Yeah, absolutely uh vr spry guy says marathon episode i can only imagine how long the actual 2020 show is going to oh, be God. well here's the thing uh if you go back and watch the 2019 show uh you're going to realize that we don't discuss every category we go down the line we name winners uh, we have segments right so we'll have a segment with like five to ten awards in it uh we'll go down the line we will read off winners name them and then with the last one in the in the segment we'll discuss like it'll be one of these that really it was a hard decision we'll explain our thinking we'll explain how the votes went and why we chose the one we chose then we'll give away a game yeah the giveaway is what so oprah takes most of the time because she just so i you know that that's the thing i don't like about oprah she takes her time bro like just throw those game things out fast but but um yeah you're right and i've got some uh, i've got an idea or two on uh new ways to go about giving the keys out this year too uh, we'll still do the old stuff like we did before but um i got a new idea of a of kind of a competition of sorts that will be super fast and fair for everyone cool and fun yeah. fun that's the most important thing uh so we'll talk about that when we're doing our hardcore show planning Cool. Uh, here in a few days but um where does that leave us at new socks amy winehouse way to the tesla award most innovative gameplay oh, yep. to the uh amy winehouse award that's right the most addictive vr game of the year and this one uh this was from uh this was a user suggestion this is a new category well it's a good one man and i know for me which game would win uh for specifically for my own personal addictiveness um that's not even a word but uh you know there's so many good games out there that are addictive unchained man this is an addictive game right 
Unchained, uh, Pop One, 1979, Return to Midway. Um, oh. Yeah, I mean, there, there was a lot of really uh, get you hooked kind of games this year. Yeah, absolutely. I'd say Unchained, Unchained probably grabbed me like nothing else did. What about this one? I'm not looking Good at Goliath. this window. Oh, yeah, dude. I played all the way through that. It hooked me so hard. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, exactly. Good one. And I, I want to throw back really quick while I'm thinking about it, the, the playable DLC that we didn't uh, we didn't mention. Um, Headmaster had a, a new playable DLC that came out this year. Oh, yeah. That's, really, that's your baby, right? That's why you love this game, because it so has that same like feel as Headmaster, right? addictive yeah addictive gameplay that's why i thought about it like uh the headmaster lost lessons came out this year when is the um just on a side note when is the when are they releasing the vr patch for the microsoft uh simulator for flight simulator or is it already out because i just saw skiva they logging into are, it they are releasing that yesterday Ooh, i'm going in there west i just saw skiva going in there so i figured it must have been soon I'm excited. Roots, it's hungry roots. Is it? And, oh man! Uh, no, people aren't being able to feed it very well. Uh, uh, it's, it's really hungry. The good news about it is, though, um, it appears that the Quest with the link cable uh, handling it better than a lot of headsets. Okay, so I'll have to look into it. I know Overgees um, is probably already doing it. Yeah, but that is, it's live right now. Yeah, Lincoln Clay says it's already out. And uh, well, that's good. I did not know that. And uh, you know why I didn't know that, Wes? There was no Virtual today. Strangers this week. <laughs> that's right. Otherwise, I would have known from your news that you report every Sunday. And that's exactly why that show is so important. So you can keep up yeah. on what's going on. Importante. Yes, yeah. indeed. Um, the Phantom Menace Award most overhyped vr release most overhyped so this means everybody got up for this game super excited for it and uh fuck shouldn't have got so excited for it i think right off the top of my head i think about folia dear father and the way it crushed my soul this year mm, I, i'm i'm triggering a couple people right now like Jarillo. i just uh queued up the half-life alex um, hey man, uh, you're not the only one to say that. Yeah, I mean it was hyped, but uh, it was a little overhyped. But I'll tell you what, it's an excellent game, excellent game. It is an excellent game, and it was overhyped. Absolutely true. Yeah, I mean people thought that game was going to be the Messiah of VR, right? It was going to, it was going to. I mean, we we're going to have Rockstar Games making VR games now just because of uh, what Half Life Alex did. And some people still overnight. Some people still say that it is the best game, but um, but uh, this is this is a, a great contender for this one. Uh, the Let the city burn, bro. Onslaught. I need to oh, onslaught. Yeah, see, I don't have the I don't have the Zoom thing up in front of me anymore. I'm looking at uh, Discord right now, so I can't see what you. No, it's there, all good. Yeah, onslaught's a good another good one. Um, overhyped, and you know. Uh, it, I mean, some people would say Medal of Honor as well uh, was overhyped, but uh, I mean, it's kind of making a comeback here in the later, later days. 
Uh, oh, Radio Run was at the Holly Lights at Magic Mountain. You son of a bitch. I want to be there. Yeah, that's cool. I'm glad you're here, Radio Run. And um, Lincoln Clay says Microsoft Flight Sim ran super janky in VR for him. Uh, Lincoln, what are you running? What's your uh, what's your statistics on your computer? Because I want to know if it's even worth going into with my 8700K and my um, 2080. Now, granted, both of those are overclocked. So, you know, my 2080 is not quite 2080. It's more like a 2080 Ti um, stock, but I don't know. Chatelain Maybe. Man points out that Rockstar is supposed to be working on VR talent. They are. Uh, it's actually uh, one of their subsidiaries, I think in Australia or New Zealand. Uh, uh, the, the same people that did L.A. Noir. Uh, or gearing up to do another VR title that Rockstar is going to publish. So. Some people, yeah. rumors GTA 6, but uh, it's so far out, I don't know how anybody could know. No, I think it would be more more likely in VR that we get a re-release. If it's going to be a GTA game, like a re-release of an older one. That would be cool. I would be, GTA 5 would be fine. Even GTA 4 with uh, Nico was pretty cool. So. Yeah, I'll take it all, bro. Whatever they want to give me. Lincoln Clay says uh, 2070 and a 9700K. Uh, well, I'm fucked. So, um, it's it's the uh, processor that's really hungry for the, as far as what well, here, I Here's the thing, Roots. Uh, is is proce processor performance-wise is right about on par. He may have you just by a little bit. Uh, it's an eight-core processor, the 9700K, but it is only eight threads where your six core processor has 12 threads so um it's oh. difficult to say which one would run, run that game better it really depends on how the game uh is put together i'll tell you what i'm going to find out and i'll let you all know in the discussion for the uh patreon stuff yeah i'm gonna try it out too but uh, i'm gonna do it after i install my new chip which is actually something i'm gonna do tonight son of a bitch uh, i i want a new processor too santa please somebody yeah yeah somebody <laughs> somebody santa please. Claus, hook it up bro yeah hook me but, up uh, santa. yeah that's that's my uh that's my plan for the after show tonight i'm going to uh rip my computer apart and hope that i don't kill it i'm going to put it out there right now you're not going to Thank you're gonna, you. it's going to go that. smooth it's going to be the easiest installation you've ever had bro well that's awesome yeah uh let's see here that was the phantom menace award we are moving on to the jfcf award this one born out of one of our episodes this is the jank fest clusterfuck award roots and i think that's pretty self-explanatory yeah i'll tell you what there's a lot of games that fit into this category um nothing now my question is my question is uh do early access launches count toward this well i would think so because like even if it's early access like there's games that have came out that early access that are so polished that you're like i don't even know it's in early access i don't think early access that gives them carte blanche to have a janky release um you know i mean obviously that the biggest one that i've seen so far that i can think of is this one just because you it's a lot of it's the expectations of the developers right like uh, you give a little bit more leeway to some of these indie guys but fucking respawn and ea dude ea two games in a row come out like janky as fuck squadrons and then this and don't get me wrong both games are amazing 
and both games have been fixed but like there's just uh certain developers you expect that are are gonna at least game test it and uh and then you wonder what happened so right well, i have others in mind i don't want to throw people under the bus we'll see how the votes fall yeah no there's a lot like i said it's it's not even about throwing under the bus there's a i there's a lot of games that were released this year and they shouldn't have been released in the form they were done um and that's what's cool about the ones like walking dead and alex and stuff that when they released they were just phenomenally perfect when they came out um just shows a good developer absolutely uh the back to the future award the 2020 release that was most likely to be a success in 2016 so the game that really probably shouldn't have been released this year probably should have came out three years ago and we would have loved it but it did it came out this year and we were underwhelmed yeah and there's a few of those out there as well yeah definitely um john riggs award best retro nostalgic vr game of the year we had some great ones i mean we had uh, uh of course 1979 mm-hmm. return to uh this is not was it yeah and then there was a uh, pixel rip 1995 yeah that's that's what's funny is um that's what this scene was supposed to be was pixel rip 1995 um because i and i still radio run bro like i'm i'm a, i'm begging you try pixel rip dude like you're missing out as a vr veteran as somebody that loves different types of vr games even though this isn't your bag bro you're missing out and both of the games i agree very much so uh, Johnny Come Lately Award, Best New IP. Now, I want to clarify this. This doesn't mean your favorite game, your best new favorite game. The best new IP is the best new intellectual property, which means uh, this is the best candidate not only to have a great first game, but to have multiple uh, future games, sequels, or mm. other games in the franchise. The best new IP, the best new idea for a game series. Okay, that changes uh, what so, I just. So there's a there's actually a few, right? So. Yeah, I would say Phantom Covert Ops jumps out really, uh, really uh, right off the top. I'd say that uh, that uh, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners is the same way. Even though I I think we kind of have to disqualify it based on um, the fact that the Walking Dead IP is not a new IP. It's right. new VR, but it's not a new IP. Uh, so Phantom Covert Ops jumps out. Um, Uper de Grod, I would I would put out there is another one. I think Vin, uh, I think Vin VR is a, an excellent choice in this category as well. Yeah, because I've already I'm already halfway through the game and I want the next one to come out. And I, I you know I haven't been to the third world, but developers, if you didn't include a minecart level, um, like a roller coaster level or a swimming level um that i want in the sequel because that those are my favorite levels in every type of whether it was donkey kong diddy kong or any of that stuff i just love those levels so yeah this one we're going to look for some guidance on because there were some great ones this year great ips that uh i really hope get to uh where we get to see more titles from in the coming years uh so let me ask you this wes um spry guy just asked a good question is um the pixel ripped for radio run because he's like "Mm, maybe i should check them out is it on viveport infinity or either of those games on viveport infinity or do you know 
off the top uh, of your head? I don't know, but I do know that uh, a little bird told me that there might be some keys floating around during the 2020 show. Ooh, there you go, Radio Run. Well, I'll tell you what, man, those are amazing keys to get if if that rumor is correct. Right. So uh, keep your eyes peeled for that one. Uh, he said he tried the first game and he wasn't into it. Well, I get, uh, I get that. This game is better than the first one, not only um, because obviously the developer's grown, but it's based on a better era of gaming mm. uh, where the first game was kind of built around the original Game Boy games. Uh, this, this title is built around our introduction into 3D gaming. So like, uh, I mean, we've got Castlevania. We've got uh, so many great, I mean, Road Rash. There's a Road Rash level in this thing. I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, well, and that was, uh, that's what I was going to say. It is on 89 is on Viveport Infinity and 95 is coming soon. Yep, there you go. Um, and that brings us to the uh, Bruce Jenner Award. Best crossplay. So um, Bruce Jenner Award, this was a, a suggestion in the Discord with a different name. Uh, I felt the name that it was given in the Discord was a bit uh, topical, a bit uh, too close today. to comfort. Yeah, yeah, it was a bit today. I, I mean, it was a name that I, I didn't recognize two weeks ago. I didn't know who it was. Uh, so likely to not recognize it in six months from now either. So uh, I feel like people know who Bruce Jenner Award, um, who Bruce Jenner is, and it's a better fitting name for the Crossplay Award. I agree. Uh, so cross. Crossplay being games that uh, you can play across platforms. So you can play the same game on different platforms with each other. Yeah, and there's, uh, a, there's actually good... quite a few out there, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, right off the bat, Population 1 sticks out. Yeah. Well, and what's cool is that it's starting to become a trend. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, outside of VR or not. Xbox playing with PlayStation um, five years ago just didn't happen. Um, now everything is cross-play and of course in VR it matters even more because you want that player pool especially in multiplayer so Star Wars Squadrons you can yeah. play with flat players in that one yeah and you know what's funny is I, I've been having a lot of people hitting me up to, to join that to play I still have yet to play any squadrons in the um, multiplayer so yeah that's me I, I did the multiplayer training but never actually played any multiplayer in it and I got my HOTUS, dude. It's right over there, just sitting there. It's dusty. Man, we got to do something about that. Yeah. All right, anyway, so that's a Bruce Jenner Award. Uh, that moves us on to the Top Ramen Award, another one from the Discord. Best Budget Value VR Game of the Year. So this doesn't necessarily have to be, like, super cheap. Uh, we're, we're looking for value here. We're, we're looking for, like, the game that you paid X amount of dollars for and you played it and said, man, I can't believe this game only costs this much. Yeah. Well, you know, what's funny too. It also means like you could say, well, roots, dude, this half-life Alex was the most expensive that every game that's out there, 60 bucks, but you also have to take into consideration all the extra mods and, and gameplay, you know, value, it could be amount of hours, uh, different things you could play, you know, like um, Half-Life Alex. There's all those different mods, dreams, totally. You, I mean, you got hours upon hours of stuff to check out, right? So, 
Yeah, yeah, I, I agree that uh, those are definitely good value propositions. You're going to have a hard time convincing me that Half-Life Alex at $60 is the best <laughs> budget slash value. Wow. Uh, because I remember how I felt when I played it. I wasn't happy about buying it, so at that price. Yeah. Um, I but, was happy but, to play it. I was not happy to buy it. So. Yeah, but think about it this way, though. If you were watching Virtual Strangers as somebody that just came into the show first show and we're talking about half-life alex and we're talking about all the mods and you're like well shit there's all these different experiences yeah it's 60 bucks but I'm, I'm not getting just one game you got the game on day one where it was just alex man that was it and i agree it's 60 bucks but as they each and every different thing that gets released especially even the lost uh, episodes or whatever if it's good enough um it does increase that value of the game um exponentially just like any game that has um uh modded content right because you're just constantly getting more and more content for that uh that game yeah i get it i'm not saying that those are bad value propositions i don't know that i would consider them the best value propositions when there's games like uh jupiter grad out there for like 12 bucks or whatever it came out for oh absolutely uh, super cheap and it was like one of the best games that came out this year there's so many games out there well and that's the beauty is like for someone like Drillo, this half-life alex will probably be 90 percent of his votes um yeah, that doesn't mean it's gonna 10 win bucks blast on was 10 bucks says brandon yes i never tried blast on i don't think so i know we had grip yeah grip's an interesting one because you can get it for cheap, but it's not because it's cheap. I mean, that's a $30 game. You can find it on sale. Right. Uh, and if they, we can't go down thing. that road because every game right. could be found on sale, right? That's that's right. Yeah. Um, so Top Ramen, we go to the Jumanji Award. Most immersive game of the year. I feel like this is a short list, Roots. Uh, I feel like Half-Life Alex. I feel like um, I feel like The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. I feel like Phantom Covert Ops. I feel like that's pretty much my list right there for different reasons, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, and it, it might even change, Wes. For you, I mean, I guess it won't change, but like your headset can make a difference, right? You've even said there was a couple games you've gone into, and because it was so clear, it was so um, immersive. So. So like um, Half-Life Alex, I would call uh, like a visual, an audio-visual immersion. Like everything uh, looks so good and realistic. It creates a, um, and, and it's detailed too. Like you, like the, the world is very interactive and, um, and, and, you know, you can throw paint cans off banisters and it'll spill on the road. You know, it's an immersive uh, game. Uh, the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, also very immersive, uh, a little more realistic uh, physics, a lot more detailed character interactions. And uh, I mean, you have stuff like the, the 3D audio is just amazing in this game. And you have things like voice immersion where you talk and the, the world hears you. The walkers come after you when you speak in real life. If you're in a, a big room and you're speaking you hear your voice echo through the house. That's very immersive. And then you have uh, Phantom Covert Ops, which is just um, 
the 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 gameplay itself and the um really really it's it's the the atmosphere and the lighting in that game has a lot to do with the immersion as well yeah i agree yeah definitely cool so uh, i've definitely got a favorite there i'm not going to sway people's uh opinions uh but yeah man three three great ones right there for you to uh debate yep absolutely uh coming down to the end here just a few left we have the diy award best user created game or experience so roots this is this could be uh like a, a fan game you've got a lot of this stuff on side quest um most likely it's either going to be something that was made in uh, Source 2, like a Half-Life Alex mod, or something that was made in Dreams. And uh, there are phenomenal examples in both. Uh, I look forward to seeing some votes in the Discord here so I can go check out some of these. Yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. Especially some, someone like from Alex and Drillo, man. They know all the Half-Life Alex ones, right? Yeah, right off the bat, uh, the Lost Case sticks out. Boryskaya, uh kick sticks out. And then when I think about uh, Dreams, I think about Tectonic and how good it was. Mm. Um, anyway, there's lots. There's lots of good stuff. Cool. All right. Uh, then we come to the Tarantino Award. The, the Tarantino Award is the Indie vr game of the year so uh again i mean we, we've gone over it a bunch of different times there were some great indie games that came out this year uh i think about in death i think about uh Jupiter god i think about vin vr uh vin vr adventure um and and, and i could keep going but uh, those ones are the first ones that really popped up to me there yeah absolutely some good ones all right and uh from there we do we we have our games of the year each platform gets one psvr quest pc vr and then there's an overall uh game of the year so psvr games of the year roots this might be the most difficult platform to pick a game of the year for because even though it was probably the slowest uh you know is in terms of month to month day to day week to week releases this year you know for obvious reasons it's you know a new console transition they're focusing on ps5 instead of psvr so it makes sense but uh in spite of all that roots there were some amazing best of all time type releases on psvr this year uh as in the walking dead saints and sinners as in marvel's iron man vr as in dreams uh just some amazing stuff that came out on uh playstation vr this year and i honestly don't know which one of those to pick yeah absolutely well there's just a, there's a lot of them and uh I mean, I've got a couple that I, you know, I lean towards, you know, I mean, they're usually pretty big IPs, but, uh, um, you know, I never tried Iron Man, but people swear that it's amazing. Walking Dead, you know, there's, um, 
there's so many good ones that uh squadrons like i don't even know i don't it's gonna be ah, a, dude good call how could i leave squadrons off the list that's an amazing psvr game and it wasn't like broken and janky at launch like it was on pc yeah yeah so there's a lot that's a it's a, gonna be a good discussion for sure yeah absolutely and brandon's in the uh chat here going off like with uh uh shooty skies overdrive a great value for 10 bucks uh blast on as a most innovative concept it really is a, a you know an innovative uh, dueling game that we haven't seen anything like that in vr um Uperty rod was his favorite i guess for the uh the the indie vr game of the award what i would say to you brandon uh be sure you're voting bro because your your chat here really cool adding to our discussion right now doesn't count unless you go onto the discord and uh put it in the writing there and uh then uh you're making a difference in who the winners might be well i was just looking at moose life 420 bro i didn't even think about this one when i was thinking of the 420 award that's exactly what i was thinking of when i said that I hands down have a favorite for this one it was moose life uh also though i was thinking of terminus uh, because it was game or experience it wasn't just game that's true that's true yeah yeah that thing's so weird right yeah dude like i've gone into it a couple times um with my quest too even and it was like man this thing is just so it's so bizarre but cool right yeah yeah and uh i mean uh, some of these uh awards too uh, a game that we overlooked that could fit a lot of these categories um that we, we really didn't talk about was the uh down the rabbit hole like yeah. i feel that's that's kind of like a uh a candidate for the 420 award as well yeah absolutely and i mean again there's others that it fits uh you know art art style was really good in that the, the 3d audio was really good in that storytelling i mean that, that that's definitely a contender in the storytelling category right yeah best character four and a half most empathy for a character no i don't yeah. have the most empathy but definitely good All right, um so uh quest game of the year uh, again uh i say in death unchained i say the walking dead saints and sinners uh maybe tetris effect roots what about you oh phantom covert ops uh yeah those are kind of the four for me you want to add anything to that no i thought no i mean um i know cyan would not say i mean obviously population one i would i i'm just gonna put that every time out there for everything yeah. um mist is an amazing game as well uh mm -hmm. you know some people might think this is the best game as well lies beneath was an amazing game for the quest oh, quest dude. has just been had such a phenomenal year bro I'm just brain farting left and right. All three of those deserve to be on this list, uh, and they deserve to be on their specific genre list. For example, Lies Beneath. We didn't even mention it for like the uh, the uh, the Nope Award. Yeah. I mean, oh yeah, that, that's, that's a true. damn good one, right? Yeah. yeah, that's very crazy in that game. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, good ones all around here, and uh, Mist, another one with the storytelling, but again it's storytelling not necessarily story hmm. uh, mist has a great story but the storytelling is kind of uh it's choppy you know that's true um spry guy says if cyan was here he would say there is no quest game of the year and uh 
good point. He probably would say he'd be wrong, but he would say that. Yeah. He'd be uh very, very wrong. Yep. Um Pop one set VR on fire. I agree with Clay, and that's why uh we're, we're gonna talk about that one uh right now as part of the PC VR game of the year discussion, because uh I think it absolutely deserves to be part of the quest game of the year discussion. I think it deserves to be part of the PCVR game of the year discussion. I think it deserves to be part of the 2020 VR game of the year overall discussion. Uh, Population one, absolutely. Uh, it's the game of the day, isn't it? It's blowing up. And what's funny is like, I've heard a lot of people saying they got the quest two just to play this game and it's flooding so many people into VR. And um, you know, there's, this is one of the things we kind of alluded to in the discord. There's, there's more to just a game as than the, the way it looks, the story, um, replayability. There's, uh, you know, what is it doing for the community? What is it doing for VR as a whole? Is it bringing people in? You know, there's a lot of things to consider. And I'm not saying that any one of those are going to be, you know, I mean, they, everything gets considered into it. Some are more important than others, um, but it, it all it's all important. So. Well, that, that's the thing, right? That's always the debate when we talk about game of the year. And we'll, we'll get to that in a moment when we talk about the overall game of the year. But uh, really quickly, for PCVR, uh, the obvious candidates, Population One, Half-Life Alex, The Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners, I would say uh, uh, Lies Beneath, I would say uh, Phantom Covert Ops. Um, pretty much the same stuff for the Oculus Quest, only add in Half-Life Alex you know yeah absolutely and then uh 2020 vr game of the year overall again now this one's interesting right because we have our uh everything we just mentioned for pc vr uh which was the same for quest you know a lot of the titles on both platforms uh but then the psvr games deserve to be in the discussion here dreams deserves to be in the discussion here iron man deserves to be in the discussion here with games like half like alex with games like the walking dead saints and sinners and it's really there's a lot of well, what you were just talking about is true there's a lot of things to uh to take into consideration of course the obvious uh which game is the funnest to play and uh for me uh well i don't i don't want to say it we've already had this discussion before there's everybody's favorite uh which i would agree uh, is a beautiful game, but my favorite uh, to play is kind of different than what a lot of people's is. And there's a lot of people that agree with me. I don't know they're going to show up in the Discord and, and, and vote or not, but uh, from our YouTube comments, I know there's a lot of people that agree with me. Now, uh, that's just one aspect, though. Which one was the funnest to play? Because we also have to take into effect, uh, or into account, rather, which game is going to have the lasting impact on the industry. And um, that's a very different story, right? Because games like Half-Life Alex, Half Alex and Dreams are definitely going to have a longer lasting impact on the industry than these other games are. Uh, but then again, Population 1 is going to make an impact in its own right, right? Yeah, it all it all matters, you know, replayability. I mean, there's just so many things to consider. And um, that's why we need your votes, because, uh, you know, we know I know what I want and I know what Wes wants, uh, but we don't know what you want. So 
Uh, Brandon asked, did Walkabout Mini Golf make any lists? Well, here's the thing, uh, Brandon. We don't make lists for people to choose from. We're just kind of giving our ideas out here as suggestions, but the voting is open. So you can vote Walkabout on every category if you want to. Mm. Uh, but since you're asking, it did come up uh, for the, uh, the Gateway Drug Award, mm. best first dose of VR, basically the best demo title um people did bring up and vote for walkabout so yeah it's a good game but uh yeah when it comes to the overall game of the year we have the fun factor we have the lasting impact factor we have the um we have the uh the the draw factor how many people is it going to bring into vr how many people has it brought into vr that's also a factor um, and, and then we have the technical achievement of it because, uh, games on this list are absolutely technical achievements that have never been accomplished before in video games. So, um, a lot to consider here and a lot of different, uh, a lot of different facets to this discussion. So, uh, th- this is what Roots and I are going to be talking about. We're going to be breaking it down like this. Uh, again, patrons, if you want to, uh, you know, participate in this and, and be there as we determine the winners, uh, watch the Patreon, watch your emails. Uh, we're going to be getting to it in less than a week. So um, stay tuned. Yeah, and if you can't be there live, don't worry. It will it should be, I guess we'll probably leave it up there for the Patreons as well to watch back, right? Yeah, if it's something that we can easily record, then we will record it and uh, and make a money show out of it or something. Yeah, cool. Anyway, so that's the list, guys. Those are the categories. This is your assignment if you choose to accept it. Uh, also, part of that assignment, if you haven't already, click the big red button to subscribe. And don't forget the bell so you know when the 2020 game, 2020 game, the 2020 show is coming don't miss the awards don't miss the giveaway so much more too that we do roots a lot of fun stuff it's the fun episode of the year right yeah it's fun for everybody and uh you want to be there you don't want to miss out on it and like wes said if you're not in the discord um it's hard to vote so get in the get in the discord vote join join today actually you know what's cool is like you see people join that you didn't even really um they've been around for ever dude you've seen these names for a year and a half and you're like you're just you're just joining now like you you're you you need to be in here so yeah absolutely so uh find the invitation down in the description join the discord and uh you gotta vote it's your right and if you don't exercise your rights you lose your rights yeah so uh just be sure to get in there and vote again uh big thanks to the patreons or the patrons rather you got me saying it your way now roots Mm. uh big thanks to the patrons not only for their ongoing monetary support but uh, many of them also uh donated keys for the giveaway so double thanks on that note uh big shout out to eric smasher hope you feel better buddy hope you lick the vid uh he's got the vid guys so uh keep him in your prayers but uh he seems to be in good spirits and on the mend. I like how you called him Eric Smasher because it's Masher, but um, 
it, it's Smasher. It's stuck. And I think of Smasher, him as Johnny Five, and then he's also Mash Daddy Cool. Um, but uh, yeah, dude, it's funny because, uh, like I said, you said that's just that's it. Like you said, it. I think of that every time. It's a perfect porn name, Eric Smasher. <laughs> you got to do it, Mash Daddy. Um, let's see it. Well, I don't want to see can it, but do it. yeah, you can do it, bro. Anyway, uh, big thanks to everyone in our community for support supporting us through another awesome year uh, here on the channel and in the community. Stay tuned, not only for the 2020 show, but what's going on beyond that. Uh, I know you've heard us say it before, uh, but we really mean it this time. We've got some stuff lined up that we really <laughs> think you're going to dig. Uh, so stay tuned. You're going to be surprised what we've been working on. Yep. Um, and beyond that, I, I'd like to take the opportunity to wish you all a very Merry Christmas, a very Happy New Year, and uh, our deepest thank yous once again for supporting us and giving us the motivation to keep doing this uh, because we absolutely love it. Yeah, the community is the best part. You guys are the best. So we appreciate it. Anyway, we will be back, friends. I don't know that we will do another one of these style uh, episodes before the end of the year. Very highly, highly unlikely, uh, but definitely going to do some more gameplays, so stay tuned for that. Definitely keep your eye on the channel because we're going to post the ultimate date and time of the 2020 show well in advance so you know when it's coming. Uh, it was on New Year's Day last year. If I had to bet, I'd bet on New Year's Day again this year, but uh, it could be a day earlier or a day later than that, depending on how our schedules fall. Yep, absolutely. Anyway, with that said, friends, I'd like to thank you all once again for watching and for Roots. I'm Wes. Have a Merry Christmas. Bye-bye. Take it easy.